Mike's wall. <laughs> Mine's was. <clears throat> you like to be when you grow up? You know what? Uh, on, I want to be a motherfucking soldier. Somebody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, 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 like we do it. Like, like we do it in the in the Jamaican world. Pull, pull, pull up. <laughs> like, we gonna have to run that back one more time. Listen. This is what happens when you do live show. Live things happen. So pull up one time for the one time. Let's try that again, please. And welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only talent throw my Taylor with my co-host KJ. Say what's up to the people. Yo, what to do, people? How you living? How you living? 
It is December 4th. It is the week after Thanksgiving. I know everybody in the world is thankful for something. We may talk about it. Unless you're Alabama, that is. But it's December 4th. It is like, believe it or not, like 50 degrees down here in South Florida. It's another one of them days. The AC is Beautiful off. weather. To me, listen, for South Florida say the AC is off, that's a lot. So the AC is <laughs> off, all of the windows is open, the breeze is flowing. You already know what I like to say. What does my brethren Bob says? The web, the sun is shining, the weather is sweet, it makes me want to move my dancing feet to the rescue. Here I am. Mm. Whew, we got a lot to talk about today. Listen, big trust comes through on another one. The NFL MJ decides to wag his tongue. There's a shakeup going on in New York. Wait, there's a shakeup going on in North Carolina. We got the NBA Player of the Week to talk about. We have yes, our top sir. five to go through. We got NFL Week 13 and 14. KJ got a bomb for me, apparently. And apparently the roll tide has turned into roll slides. And we got a proposition for the NCAA. Can we all get it through today? We don't know. But you know what I do know? Regardless of the time. Let's try that one more time. Regardless. I don't know what's going on with my sound man today. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. Thank you, my God. And regardless of the weather. Now we don't fuck with me. The chaos is starting early. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... Let's start talking. Mighty Sports. Woo! Back at it like sports fanatics. KJ, what it do? Man, there was a lot of shit going down this weekend, man. A lot of good stuff going on. Where you want to start at? I want to, I want to start with the NBA Player of the Week. Like, oh like, yes, like, I want to, I want to start like Mello. I didn't want to talk about Mello. I want to talk about the NBA Players of the Week because oh, you didn't want to talk about Mello because oh, you know what? Damn. You know my man. Because Giannis Antetokounmpo. Was the Eastern Conference play of the week. And we're on the East Coast. Ooh, we're both cares. from New York. We're both yes. East Heads. But Melo. Listen, see, I, I know the people are excited. And, and I know the people thought I was going to start off with Melo. Because these guys are like, yo, you're a Melo fan. We get it, T. Like, yo, dude. Like, but Giannis had a 50 burger in there. Which yeah, helped earn him he that play of that play the week. He, he, like, he just had a 50 burger. He had 50, 50 points, 14 Rebounds, six assists, and two steals. And that was the top of the night. You know what his worst performance that week was? Mm. 26 points, nine rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Oh, wow. That was his oh. worst performance. Trade him. Trade him. He's week. horrible. Trade him. <laughs> he sucks. He had another game Trade of 30, of 30 points ass. and 12 He's rebounds. Ass. Another point, another game of 30 points, 12 rebounds, eh, 10 rebounds, four assists, and four blocks. Mediocre. He's average at best. Trade him. They beat their teams 122, 118, 111, 102, 119, 110, 137 to 96. 137 to 96 was the game that he played the worst. 
<laughs> this dude is just simply reminding niggas, yo, I'm still the motherfucking MVP, and you better act like you fucking know. Well, he, well, their team does have the best team in the league, but they do share it with somebody. But we ain't gonna talk about them Man, yet. Fuck but who they we, but with. we all gonna go to the West because it is time that we talk about the Western Player of the Week. Mello. <laughs> Say it again for them. Mello. One more time for the one top. C to the A to the R to the M to the E to the L to the O. Carmelo Anthony. They call him Mellow Yellow. Carmelo. And now, there was a part of me when I first heard this that Carmelo Anthony made the play of the week award. I was like, It was definitely a sympathy award, a I, welcome yeah. back at you ball in the world. <laughs> like, but so I don't give a shit. Like, but as you say, I don't give a we shit. Don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Because that's my man. You know what he did? Because you know what? Because regardless of if it was sympathy or not, you know what he just got? The player play of, the of the week. And you know what he hasn't had since 2014? The player of the week award. When he when he last played for our New York Knicks. Yeah, baby. When we was somewhat okay. When we kinda. had when we had Woody and. Yeah, and, and, and then Jason. the fucking bum-ass Pacers took us out the playoffs. But Kamala Anthony had a game, 23 points. Now, let's not even start about that yet. He had a game <laughs> most recently against Chicago. Mm. They won 117 to 94. Shit on Oh, wait, is that ghost showers? I wasn't expecting ghost showers. Okay, I'll take ghost showers. I was expecting a different song, but okay, I can take ghost showers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. They beat they beat Chicago. And we saw we saw what they did Chicago previously. Like we, we talked about I think I think that Chicago game may have been happening while we were here on the last podcast, maybe. Because so. because, because we saw him balling time. against we I, I feel like we saw him balling against Chicago. Or we communicated that niggas. night. It, so, it may have happened. Might have been us communicating. <clears throat> All I know is he was dragging them niggas. Twenty five points, the most recent game. Eight rebounds, two assists, one steal. We're not gonna talk about the Clippers game last night. Not well, talk we'll talk. Game. We'll talk about the Play of the Week yeah, yeah, award. The play of the week, week is shit. We're not the Play of the Week it. award yeah, week. Yeah, the the relevant. Week. He played Oklahoma City. They beat him one thirty six to one nine to one nineteen. He had nineteen points, four rebounds, two assists. Facts. Drag and then them against Chicago as well, right? Because they played him twice that week. Mm. They also bowled out. Drag twenty three points. 11 rebounds. Drag them Four niggas. Assists, Light double-double double on that ass. So Camilla Anthony ends up with 22 points and just a shy under... Ten rebounds, I, little bit, see, a little, a little bit more, a little bit more than a shot, a little bit. More and they tried shot. to say my man shouldn't be in the league. Fuck out of here, man. They try to keep him out the league. That's basically twenty-two points and eight rebounds a game. Now, granted, right. now, now, also, we all know he's exactly what Portland needed, right? Facts. He's what Portland needed. Portland. Portland actually needs more than than just yeah, him. but 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 that's another. He's the inject. He's the first injection in the arm that Portland needed. Yes. Portland needed. Portland was still on the plateau, and and we saw it. We we saw how easily they got ran through by Golden State again. We saw. We already know if they were to and play. It, if they were to play the L.A. Lakers, it'll be, it, it, it would be it would it would be a roll tight end. We would <laughs> we we Absolutely. we knew and they really haven't made no upgrades. We know if they played the Clippers, it would be a roll tight end. Uh, case in point, last night. You know what I mean? So. So, we're, we're, so it's, it's for, for not for nothing. I, I, it goes back to another point I've had before. 
Mm. I get why Melo did it. Somebody was interested in him. You wanted a job, and it was a starting job. You take it. This doesn't do anything for Melo's career more than anything else. Like, help him get an NBA championship, I think. No. And I feel like it is, it is just the same exact move when he went to... I don't know why you why why, why you haven't mm. put your phone on silent by now. Why you, like why haven't you learned? <laughs> because I be telling motherfuckers don't call me. That that don't that don't that don't stop them. Damn. They, they worse than bill collectors. They're your friends. Shit. They really don't care. They have no laws to abide by. You know, like <laughs> damn. <laughs> so, this went to another point I had back in the day is that I never understood why Camilla Anthony went to Oklahoma City. I thought Camilla Anthony should have went to Cleveland. Right. And the reason I say that, now people people think I'm crazy sometimes. It's okay, I am a little crazy. But as Caesar once said, and I, I, and it wasn't Caesar. There's method to the madness. But Shakespeare said, and Shakespeare wrote, and he made one of his characters say, "There's a method to the madness." <clears throat> right? Mm -hmm. It, it could have been Beowulf or something like that. But and the method to the madness is that if you went to Cleveland that year, even if they didn't win a championship, they Cleveland that year would, would have either went to the Eastern Conference Championship, and when. I'm not taking. I'm not taking. I'm not taking. I'm not taking foresight. They didn't want him. He would have went there. I was he here. Didn't, he didn't, he didn't want to go there. I was here. They didn't want him. No, he didn't want to go there. Mm. He didn't want to go there. Mm. So, and I know we said foresight. They they went as far as they went. But at right. minimum, we think beginning of the year you're gonna go at minimum Eastern Conference championship at best championship. Right. Of course, because who the hell else was in the was in the East and plus LeBron was still over there. Which. Exactly, which I thought would have been perfect for Camilla Anthony because you would have seen him in an Eastern Conference Championship game or an NBA Championship game. Right. And then that would have been our lasting memory of him. The, la the, the year that LeBron leaves and he's the head of that team, and when that team sucked that year, he would have gotten a pass. Mm. He would have gotten a complete pass. Nobody would have blamed him. They oh would have been God. like, oh, Kyrie's gone. Oh, LeBron's gone. What do you expect Melo to just do with Kevin Love? This is like, you know, I mean, they would have compared it to him. Just have like Jason. They would like, oh, it's, just like, it's like having J.R. Smith and Stout, and no better than having Stoudemire, except for you're in Cleveland. You'll even have a big. Yeah, you understand? They would have given him a pass for that year, and then he would have been able to leave and go rejoin LeBron in, in L.A. But as we know, Kimberly Anthony always makes the wrong turns. He has been a habitual wrong turner. Like, yeah, if 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 should have left the, the Knicks a long time ago to go play for yeah. Chicago. If turning was a hobby, he would have been Zoolander. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all he does is make his turn left. So that was always my theory about Mellows that that should have been the first movie to make because he would have got that pass. But now he's out the league, and again we see him go to Oklahoma City eventually. And I was like, why go to Oklahoma City? Why not try to find your way? on a better contender because I thought Oklahoma City, they had a weird plateau of all the, the talents. Should have went to the Warriors, to be honest. So, here we go again. He's with Portland. And, and obviously, he's exactly what Portland needs, right? Right. And, and Portland needs a lot more than Melo, but he's exactly what they needed at the time. He helped them win three games in a row. Like, and he, and, and three games, not only three games, but they finally put off three games in a row, which mm -hmm. helped get them the Player of the Week to. award. Um, it helped get them back and they're they're, they're, not, they're no longer the worst team or the next worst team, but they're still yeah, they're, they're still they're, now trying to climb their way back right. into becoming one of the bottom teams in the West. Which, regardless, they're, they're gonna get beat in the first round if, if they're anywhere those bottom teams. Of course, like they, their best bet is to possibly face Houston. And even that is still like, but that you can overcome with just Damian Lillard 
and 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 I'm forgetting his C. name. CJ McCullough. There we go. And CJ McCullough. Camilla Anthony there will be the extra caveat. Like so you can so you can get you can get used to it in the first round mm-hmm. and get past them. Anybody else, you're like you don't want them against you don't want them against any of the LA teams. No. Avoid that at all costs. Maybe the Den- maybe a Denver team because because he'll feel real um he'll also feel real rejuvenated to be in Denver as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe Utah. So you say like things become definitely, weird. Definitely Utah. Definitely. Things become weird, but Melo definitely did drop enough points to become the player of the week for that for, for last week. Now they did run into the Clippers last night. And the Clippers did to them what we expect the Clippers to do. Like, listen, I said Kawhi this. didn't even play well. Does he need to? The, the, good, the good thing of having that many guys on your team is that when, when Kawhi doesn't play well, Paul George is there. Marches Harold, Lou, Lou Williams. Hey, we all know. Sweet Lou. Lou Williams is going to get his buckets. Like, listen, if nobody else will... Lou will. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if nobody else will get buckets, Lou, Lou will. <laughs> you could always count on Lou. <laughs> always count on Lou for a nice bucket or two. So they they ran into they ran into L, to the LA Clippers, and I said this from the beginning. It doesn't matter how often I salivate over any team throughout this year because I'm a basketball fan. I'm going to salivate over Portland for a week. I'm going to salivate over Houston for a month. Yes, I'm sir. I'm going to salivate over Brooklyn for six games without Kyrie. I just want to let that sit there and, mm. and, and simmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of things I'm going to salivate on. And that's only because I knew the Clippers weren't going to be the visual team to salivate on. But I picked them from the very beginning. To win an NBA championship. Now listen, do the Lakers do the Lakers still make me nervous? Yes. Absolutely. They, they freak me have out. a size to them that I keep talking about but that is ridiculous. Shooting, that shooting is gonna be their downfall. But that shooting will be their downfall. That size that they have bothers me because we're talking about they really have what the evolution of the NBA truly is going to is a bunch of six nine people and above that can handle the ball, pick and roll and all pass, Not all pick and roll and all pass, but six bunch of six nine people. But they have a bunch of those. Him, Anthony Davis, even 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 um the young the young boy with the K, forgetting his name. Kuzma. Yeah, young Kuz. You know what he I mean? He needs to step up. He's not playing as well as he needs to be playing. He needs to step up. And we already know um, crap. I'm forgetting everybody's name today. The young point, the point guard from Boston, Rajah Rondo, like mm-hmm. he's he's no he he's not small, like compared to today's point guards, he's pretty big, like <laughs> you know what I mean. So they're not a small team, and they still also have a well, I think Avery Bradley's now out injured. I'm about to say they have Avery Bradley. He is there, but 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 he's there, but I think he's out injured again. Yes. And on the bench, slowly recovering, that can still make a comeback by the end of the season. No, he's not coming back. You sure? Positive. You not sure? Coming back. The season? He's not coming back. Why not? Because he heard that thing in the off season. Boogie could come back this year. Nah, not at all. I don't like it. He don't like it. He just wants to participate so he can qualify for that ring. 
so he could feel like he yo he did something to get that ring. Which he, well, he ain't gonna get this year, but he wants to feel yeah, like yeah. that. He's gonna try. He's gonna try. He's gonna try. What's gonna suck is if he tries and he gets injured again. Mm. That's what's gonna suck, because then nobody's gonna give him a chance. That's gonna be three. That's gonna be three straight years of injuries. Cause he knows that it won't be a light injury either. It's gonna be another devastating one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like yo, like he 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 tore like a molar. <laughs> yeah, him, and, him and what's his name? Little shorty from Washington. Yeah, they missed out on the bag big time um, due to injuries. Um, Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas. They missed out on the bag, man. Oh, I felt so bad for both of them. They both missed out on the bag because of injuries. Now, late in life, shit doesn't go your way sometimes, but especially Isaiah Thomas. His, his was the one that works. He was a bona fide MVP candidate when mm-hmm. he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the Lakers, at one point in time in the season, were 8-3. and three. Since they were 8-3, and three, they managed to go 18-3. and three. Oh, the record improved to 18-3. and three. They won 10 straight games. The and then Luka came in and kicked that ass. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Luka. Oh, yeah, we got some reggae tunes in here, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Luka came in and said, You may not be bro. a movie star. <laughs> right? Or oh, it doesn't matter what kind of superstar you are. Luke, what have I been saying for a while now? Luka Doncic needs to be very, not an honorably mentioned. Not, oh, oh, here's LeBron James putting up not a triple-double. Here goes James Harden putting up not a triple-double. Just, just do a nice work, you know, nice work again. Mm-hmm. And then you have Luka Doncic in his second year. In his second 30, year. 10, 10. I don't even know Luka's number, but I feel like it should be 101 because he's taking these niggas to school. 30, 10, and 10. That's all you need to know for a month. 30, 10, and 10. Now, granted, we have somebody who did that. For three straight seasons now. Yes. But... Uh, for Luca to do it at twenty, for anybody, any anybody, anybody, not 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 Luca to do it at twenty. I don't care if you came into the NBA for thirty-five. For anybody to do that into the NBA in their second season into the NBA, especially when you're still under the drink, the legal drinking age in the United States of America, which I think is bullshit. Mm. Because once you go, someone tell you something about the legal age in America, drinking age in America. When you join the military, you're still 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 the same thing. Unless you go to a few places, there's a few places in the United States. One of them is Fort Sam Eustis mm. in Texas. And that's because that state, that duty station is so close to the Mexican border that they had to change the age limit to be able to drink on that duty station because too many soldiers were hopping state, were hopping country lines, going to Mexico, getting fucked up. And then drinking legally and then coming back to America. And then coming back on base. We're like, yo, how are you drunk? I went to Mexico. Like, oh. 
well, you drank over there legally or you drunk. Not like I didn't get drunk in America. Wasn't drinking on American soil. You can't charge me. There you go. So they was like, okay, if you're stationed at Fort Sam Eustis, the drinking age for you is 18. Also, if you're lucky enough to go to Germany before the age of 21. The legal drinking age over there because yeah, the really. <laughs> because the drink legal drinking age in Germany is like sixteen years old. The legal oh, drinking yeah, age for lit. every soldier over there is eighteen as well. Lit. Listen, it was it was a beautiful thing to have my first like be eighteen and nineteen in America, at my first duty station, and then be nineteen and twenty in Germany <laughs> and see the difference. And then by the time I came back to America, I, I was I was of legal drinking age. I was like, okay, I don't gotta worry about none of this bullshit like, anymore. None of this crap. <laughs> like, I've been drinking my whole life now, <laughs> like my whole adult life, because nothing stops you from drinking at 18 in the military. It's just that you just can't go buy the liquor that you're drinking, but it still makes it back to the barracks that you're in. Mm -hmm. Listen, you understand there's days because there's also a day like where the club on base is popping and the person in charge of your unit knows this. Mm. On that day, the next day after that, is usually the day that he decides to have like an eight mile run. And from the front to the back of the formation, all you smell is liquor just, just pouring out of your pores. Literally just, like niggas is literally dripping Hennessy. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> like niggas is literally drip dripping champagnes of Andre. Like, <laughs> oh my god! So, Luca went and had himself a nice little young party, and oh, cool. and and show like, listen, LeBron, you may have AD, you may be the king, but I think you may be looking at the new fresh. And I said this already. I already put my flag down on this. I see Dallas winning the championship in three years. It's going to be tough because so Porzingis isn't elevating the way I think he should be. But that's that's that just coming back from the knee thing and stuff that like is that. True, too. So he needs some time to get right. I 100% I, I do not disagree with that. And the other part of it, I didn't think he looked bad. I don't think he looks bad either. No, no, not, not even bad it's now, but even thing. bad against Anthony Davis, which I'm going to tell you something. My thing is... Luca's controlling everything right he now. He does. So it's like he, and he it's, it's, easy it's different. Him. It's different for Porzingis right now because obviously in New York everything was running through him. Everything was running through him. Everything was running through him. But now shit's flipped. You're not the best player on the team right now. That's Luca. Just good. Who, I think it's good who, for him. Who who happens to also be the primary ball handler? So. You're not gonna see. You're not gonna see this Porzingis. I mean, you still can. Top of that, on top of that, I feel like his numbers are low because he's just trying to get, like, get comfortable to being on the court again. Because I'm pretty sure there's mental things going on every time he jumps up to, to do a rebound, go for a dunk. His hair looks nice though. Hmm? His hair looks nice though. True. <laughs> very, very true. Very, very and not true. for nothing. I'm gonna tell you something. And, and people keep thinking I'm crazy for this. When I look at at Christoph Porzingis, I see Anthony Davis still. No. 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 That's okay. No. I see Anthony Davis. No. The injury proneness, like the way they're able to score their game, their ability. Oh no, I I, I see Anthony Davis, and it's also me telling you I don't think Anthony Davis. I mean Anthony Davis, I think is is nice. 
That's a I think that's a disrespect to Anthony Davis. All right, listen, I I I think he could do better, and I think because he could do better, when you actually look at their couple, no, look at their years. I know what you say. Look at their years. Look that's at their a top injuries. Top five look. player in the NBA, even with all the injuries. He's always considered a top five player in the NBA. He is. He is a I, top five player in the NBA once right a, now. Once again, better PR. Which I know you're saying. How can you get better PR than than, 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 than than being in New York? Just better PR. It's like my Anthony Zion shit. Like, is Kenneth Farid with better PR? Mm-mm. I can't think of Anthony. Is Anthony Zion Wilson even playing yet? Nope. We're 20 games into the season. Cares. Let's talk talk about something else. Besides, the Pelicans are irrelevant right now. Let's talk about something else. Well, Lakers are number one in the West. The Clippers are number two. Denver's number three. And Dallas is number four. Boston has fallen to number four in the East. Toronto's number three. We're falling. It's a stretch. But they were number one. Because everybody's within like a game in the the East. So Toronto's number one. Right. I mean, number three, I should say. Miami's number number two. Mm Mm-hmm. And then last time I checked, they're getting dragged by Boston right now. And then Milwaukee's number one. Yes, because Greek Freak is reminding y'all that I'm still the MVP. Greek Freak going for the double double of MVP awards. And I he's going for the double. And I can't even cap. If you were to get it, I'm not gonna complain. I'm not gonna complain about it. I'm not. There are some very, very, there are some players who are really doing their thing this year. To make this MVP talk thing very difficult. LeBron's doing his thing. Luca obviously doing his thing. Harden's doing his thing. And I think that's where the top Freak two needs Freak to stop. Doing his thing. Well, not sorry, not the top two needs to stop. The top three needs to include Luca, LeBron, and Giannis. And then uh, Harden got again. It needs to be Westbrook and Harden. Not Westbrook. It needs it's to be Harden. He's averaging a triple-double. It needs to be Westbrook and Harden. Nah, I can't do that. Stop disrespecting him. I can't. I can't. can't. I'm sorry. History. He's he's historic. I feel it on the historic tip, but the thing that these other dudes are doing, it's like... Well, that's the reason why he's fourth. We're not fourth. Harden is fourth. No, but he's... Westbrook is fifth. But he's doing something more historic than Harden. And their team has the same record. All I know is... <laughs> Come on, you playing the same team. <laughs> All I know is the talk right now is Harden. That's because Luka. they stopped talking about Westbrook's triple doubles. Which they, they shouldn't. But I, if you that's go disrespectful. Off, but if you go off what's going on right now, okay, nobody is I'm not is asking jack- you to nobody, go off of them. Nobody I'm is asking you to go off of you. I'm not... I'm not paying attention to Westbrook's triple doubles right now, to be real. Because, for one, it'd be nice to see this man shoot... 11 for 20 instead of fucking 6 for 20. He's getting This shit is it. this shit is trash. But that's him this and shit, Harden though. This shit is trash. That's him and Harden both. Him and Harden both but shoot for I've 4 seen, for 20 I've, in a game. I've seen Harden just the other day go to what was it? 8 20 for something to get his 60 points. A very efficient night. It seems like every time I check every time I check the stats on I see I see Westbrook. You know, 6 for 20. 6 for 23. I think I think you're giving four for seventeen. I think you're giving Buster Westbrook a bad rap. I'm not. He's the one out here shooting shoot the damn ball. Make your shots. I think you're giving make your shots. I think you're giving Buster Westbrook a bad rap. Harden needs to make his too, but at least he's had a a little bit better track of doing his and 
freaking Westbrook has. Shit's annoying. And I hate to even talk about Westbrook like this. So look James, at that. 7 for 30. What, what the fuck is that? But 11 for 38. What the fuck is that, too? But Trust what's me, exact, so, That's what I'm telling you. This is that's, how... That's, that's, them co- that's them combined, though. And that's but, that's but but you see the difference that's though. That's one game. Okay, pull no, no, up, no, no, pull no, no, up no. hard. Pull wait, wait, wait. up hard and stats wait, 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 where he went for sixty. Wait, wait, pull up hard and stats where he went for sixty. I'm gonna pull the next right five there. games, but I'm a, we're gonna pause here for a second. Cause this is a perfect no. example. Pull no, up no, no, hard and stats here. that show me his sixty points. We will. You don't want to pull it because no, no. you know it's valid. No, I'm I'm gonna pull up his last five games because we're gonna get an average. We're gonna get ourselves an average of this, right? Because, but this is a perfect example. Of how their games are. Look, you get Russell Westbrook, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Triple double, right? But he only puts up 19 points. And seven shots, seven, se- seven, att- seven made, made shots on 30 seven attempts. 30 to give That's horrible. Points. Now listen to this on four more shots made, right? So I told you, Russell Westbrook had 19 points. On four more shots made, but on eight more shots attempted, Russell Westbrook ended up getting 50 points out of it. That's the difference. That's what you're talking about here. That's what you see. You see Russell, you see James Harden's 50 points, and because that sticks all out. Those not, be- all those free throw attempts. That, that sticks out to you getting. more than Russell Westbrook's triple-double, but they both shoot horribly. We're it's talking right. about... See you two, you you talk all that stuff right there. No, 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 no. Because you and you still haven't brought up James Harden. I will go back from to the sixty points because you just want to go to that sixty point game. I just told you we're gonna go back to the last five games. This game was a great indication of how they are on an average. That sixty game is an outlier. <laughs> so listen, twenty three percent shooting for Russell Westbrook. 28% shooting for James Harden. That's kind of what they do. I mean, do. either way, if, if we got to be real, both bad. if we got to be real, both of them need to shoot the ball back. Exactly. This shit, this shit is disgusting. I'm just so, so when you tell this me, shit is disgusting. so when you tell me that James Harden is above Russell Westbrook, he is. For MVP, Absolutely. I'm telling you that I see, I value Russell Westbrook's triple double a whole lot better and his, with his bad shooting than I do James Harden's 50 points with his bad shooting. Because you know what? Solely, they both led you to fail in you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have somebody else that can say this better for me. You have failed this city. Because that was made for James Harden. But okay. We'll go back. But you know, and I, 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 we will go back. But I do Harden want... is the one in the MVP talk. Westbrook is on the outside but looking in. I, I, I do. I, I understand of how they, they look at it. We're not talking about them. We're talking about us. We're talking about us in this room. We're talking about the mighty universe. We care about Fox. We don't care about ESPN. We don't care about Yahoo Sports. We don't care about NBA.com. We don't care about Bleacher. We don't care about Bazing. We don't care about none of them niggas. Understand? We're talking about here with our eyeballs, with but at our the end test. Of the day, they're the ones with the vote. We don't. And 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 we're t- and listen. And when they pick up a top four, and we look at, we're like, yo, you're wrong for breaking Russell Westbrook number, not number four. Over James Harden because I'm sorry, what he does to me is a little bit has holds a little bit more weight, especially historic wise. But they keep slipping on his triple doubles, 
and it helps no and win wise is no different in weight than than, than James Harden's wins wise. But let's go here. You said you keep wanting to go back, and I, I didn't want to quite go back yet. Cause I said we're gonna go back to the last five games because I did want to ask you first. Did you see the game against against San Antonio last night? Of course I did. <sighs> That's the reason why I didn't want to quite go back yet because I wanted to take the opportunity to talk about that game. <laughs> right, and it's not this highway robbery that people were talking about. No, I ain't talk about the highway robbery. I want to talk about because it was a hell of a game. It was, it was a, a game. hell of a game that I was watching, and I came in somewhere around halfway, probably a little less than halfway through the fourth quarter. Right, is when mm. I finally came around. Right, I got home, so started watching the game, and it's going back and forth for a while. Houston is up. Houston is up big time. Right. Mm -hmm. And at some point, Brick City. At some point, the game is. I want. I want to say maybe. One fifteen, to one oh seven. I want to say it was a seven point difference. Something like that. I don't know what the seven point difference was, but it was a seven point difference. Houston was up with like two minutes left. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook has the ball. I don't know who he beats off the dribble, but he beats his man off the dribble. And he gets to the lane. And next thing you know, his shot is set to the third row. <laughs> this guy, Patello, comes from the weak side and sends his shit flying. Next thing you know, next possession, nothing. The San Antonio gets the ball back, right? They score on the other end. A couple of three-pointers, mm -hmm. a, a couple of plays are made. I know San Antonio turns, I mean, not San Antonio, but Houston turns the ball over. And James Harden is looking for a foul. Some dude with some rough-looking dreads makes a three-pointer. Some <laughs> some some light-skinned motherfucker with, 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 a, with, a, with a new mean mug makes like a big three-pointer. Like he's trying to top Alfred Payton's hairstyle. <laughs> oh, my God. That shit was so Alfred Payton. I wasn't even funny. Oh, my gosh. So... They, they go back and forth. So the light skinned dude makes a three pointer. The dude with the funky dreads make a th make makes a three pointer. Then James Hart. Then the game is tied all of a sudden. They don't score another. They, they haven't scored another point. San Antonio goes on a seven zero run. They don't score another point. Mm -hmm. Then James Harden has the ball in his hand. And James Harden, what James Harden does? He does his little setup. But James Harden's been struggling all night, mm -hmm. right? So, instead of doing his normal step back, like he does, to shoot another brick, because he was having a bad shooting night that night, and we're going to talk about his 60-point night, because, like I said, they both roller coaster together. Listen, they are birds of a feather. Those I mean, motherfuckers talk, are really birds even, of a feather. But talk, we don't even really need to go in depth. They both just really need to start consistently shooting the ball better. Be, this, but, shit is, this shit is bad. But they did go on a nice little winning streak lately to help their team record to be able to push themselves back into the top four. Top four? Did I make the top four? Did I mention them in the top four? I did not. Sorry. They're not in the top four. <laughs> so James Harden does his move. But instead of doing a step back so he could brick for another one, he goes to the lane. Mm. Wide open shot. Right? We're talking about the last possession of the game. Right. He, 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 he starts attacking with 10 seconds left in the game. Probably less. Gets to the rim. Lays it up. And his shot is hit to the third row. Another block, clutch block by Patella. <laughs> Two seconds left in the game now. And I believe this is the play that happens next. I could be misplacing it in time. But they inbound the ball. James Harden goes to take a shot. And next thing you know, they said James Harden caught him in an offensive foul by elbowing the dude in the chucks. Like I said, they don't want Harden to be great, man. 
But it's okay. Listen, James Harden stops himself from being great. Oh, he does. Since he's been in Oklahoma City, coming off the bench, playing against Miami, coming up, looking like Speedy Gonzalez in the fourth quarter. What do you mean, Speedy Gonzalez? I'm sorry, I should call him Ant-Man for how short he comes up. These are not lies. These are not lies. But that sends that game into overtime. For the first overtime, <laughs> that game goes back and forth for a little bit. There's a little bit more controversy. There's some more crying. There's some more whining. But there's some big plays that happen a little bit more back and forth. Next, you know, we go into a second overtime. And that game went into second double overtime and still down to basically the last shot. That was a hell of a game to witness. For Houston to blow a game against a struggle in San Antonio. I'm going to be keeping an eye on San Antonio for the next two weeks. Because I want to see if this is the kind of game that gets Funky Dread, light, new Light Skin Wonder, and Greg Popovich and them boys on the right track. DeMar DeRozan, still DeMar DeRozan. Well, he came up with some big plays, fell on his ass, but came up with some, made his free throws when he sure needed to. He did fall on his ass. I thought that man was done. Oh, no. I, I thought he was done after he, shot, after he shot those free throws. Because you know he was going to have to shoot those free throws. Because they, cause if you don't shoot those free throws, then the other team could pick whoever they want. They could pick your worst player, even if he's on the bench. Mm -hmm. So, as we're going to continue to talk about Houston, we're going to talk about him. You wanted to talk about him. James I, Harden really, did, I really don't anymore, honestly. James Harden did put up a 60-point game. He was very efficient. 16 for 24, 66% shooting. The thing but, is, like, I, I just... But in the same roller really, coaster... I just really don't care about talking about them anymore. Because the bottom line is, we know how, we know how their story goes. It's going to be the same shit. It's... It's going to be it's, James Harden's 50-point games. It's going to ooh. And ah. Uh, and then versus, come to the playoffs, it's, it's time to go home once again. And it's... Because it just is what it is, man. Like, I'm I'm just... I'm o I'm over them. I mean, it would really... Maybe they their chances would be better if both of them, both of them, would shoot the ball better from the field. Like, I, I, like, so the game I, I just... I cannot. I cannot come in and check the stats night after night and, and just see this garbage garbage shooting percentage from the field from both of them from both they both, both they, they both have a horrible roller garbage. coaster the game that he had 60 points he shot well he shot 66 percent russell westbrook shot 52 percent the game before that they, they played miami james they both james harden takes 22 shots russell westbrook takes 21 shots james harden makes nine Russell Russell makes 11. That's the difference between 40% and 52%. To be honest with you. Mm. That's the difference between looking like, okay, you had a good shooting night versus you had a shitty shooting night. What's really, what's that? One more, sh two more shots made, one less shot taken. Man, you see numbers like that and it makes you miss, it makes you miss the KDs. It makes you miss the Steph Currys and, and the Klay Thompson. It's just like, oh. And God. It makes you you know you don't well, you don't, you, you, know don't see, you don't see shit like that from them. It makes you miss them, miss them, but it also makes you see efficient of, of, basketball of, of why if you're not if you're not a truly a three point shooter like that, or if your team isn't really like, because in that game with James Harden is nine for twenty two, he goes seven for seventeen from three point from three point line. So basically, he only took five shots that were. I wonder what Steph Curry's three points. Three point numbers would be look like if he was shooting 17, 18, 23s a game. Oh no, he would, he's like around 40, 50%. We know this. Oh we no, know we know. I, I would just, I would just, 
Like, oh, oh like, you mean his like points. Those, oh, his like point those, total. Those, those oh, his points 20s. total. Those oh. four for 20s, we wouldn't see that. Put it this way. You'd see like 10 if, for 20 or, you know, something like that, man. If Steph Curry is, shot 17 three-pointers a night, that 20 three-pointers a night, that he would green light. He, he would, would already pass. He would already pass He would bona fide average 40 points a night. He wouldn't teeter with it. He wouldn't flirt with it. He would bona fide at I would I would go out this I would go out a limb to say that he would average forty two point three points a night. <laughs> like it'll be that. If, if it was like that, within the next year and a half, he would pass Reggie for for, for number one all time or Ray he would've, Allen. Number he would exactly. Time. He would have passed him in his third year. Everybody. So, I I I get it. Houston has Houston has work to do, but they're excited to watch. I just think that Russell Westbrook is a little bit more deserving of the MVP. I put it this way. I understand what you guys said. I think he's disrespected by having James Harden spoken about the MVP talk over him. And I've said that even when they were on different teams. How? Oh yeah, when they were on different teams. But that's what happened when they were on different teams. This is, this is how it looked when they were on different teams. That was Russell Westbrook's stat line for a night. That was James Harden's stat line for a night. They just did it on different teams. They're just now doing it on the same team. Nothing has changed. Oklahoma City, with what Russell Westbrook did, Oklahoma City manages to be a 7-8 team. With what, you, with what, Look, with what James Harden right does, now, he happens consider, to make his team a 3-5 a to five seed team. I would consider Pascal Siakam an MVP candidate before I consider Russell Westbrook. Is he averaging a triple-double? He's not averaging a triple-double, but the impact that he's having on that team right there, for them to be 15-5, and five, I Maybe. would definitely consider Pascal Siakam before I, I consider made, Russell Westbrook an MVP okay. candidate. I'll, I'll even give you that. My number one thing, I don't like to hear James Harden's name being mentioned in MVP talk above Russell Westbrook when Russell Westbrook is putting up a triple-double. Because you know what? Well, the you, year, well, you better get ready to be, hit. Because, because, once again, the year that Russell Westbrook won MVP. I mean, right now, it's not like Harden's the leading, the leading MVP candidate. No, I'm not saying he's, he's not. not. But, but I'm saying over he's the last higher couple, over than the la Westbrook is. And, and he has been over fact. the last couple years. And I'm saying is that... If winning a triple-double, if having a triple-double won you the MVP, right? James Harden hasn't won an MVP yet, right? He has. Has he? Mm-hmm. Did he win one? No, he hasn't. Yeah, he has. He got one, finally. When? You don't remember when he came up on that stage with that ugly-ass 1970s-ass coat? I don't remember. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I may have not watched that Talking like he's Shaq or whatever. With I may have not watched that year purposely. <laughs> but Russell Westbrook... Was it won an MVP. The year that he won an MVP, he had a triple-double. The year that James Harden didn't win that MVP and came in second to him was because he was putting up similar numbers to what he has done over the last three years. He has been this consistent guy. So if you have consistently done the same thing that couldn't win you an MVP versus the guy that has been consistently doing the thing that won him the MVP, how do you ever get mentioned above him? But when what? But see, this is where you're not being right. I am. I, what? No, you're, no, you're not. No, you're not. Because is was is Westbrook's MVP? Is Westbrook numbers right now really comparable to his MVP season? Is Westbrook's impact as strong as those MVP seasons? If you say yes, I'm throwing this cup in your face. See. You're bullshitting. <laughs> you said that just to piss me off. <laughs> I, said, I said it in a different language for, for also purposely too. 
listen. It is not the same. It is not the same. This it doesn't year, even, it doesn't even it doesn't even strike. You said this year. This right? year. Okay. You, you this said this year. year. You said this year. This year. And does, if you want me to answer that honestly, it does no, not strike. It's not the as same. It is not the same this year, and that is because he is taking a lesser role. Exactly. So how the hell can he even win MVP if he's taking on a lesser role? He's still. How can he even be? A, take, how can he even be a higher candidate so, than Harden? So that's what I'm saying. The, while taking on a lesser role. role, he is still averaging a triple double. Still a 20, 10, and ten triple double. And James Harden is still doing what James Harden just did. It's put up a lot of points. And sixty in okay. three quarters. Okay. Russ, go give me that. Before you want to be a higher candidate, but he than has James though. Harden. He realized he's not better this year. Not this year, because this year, this year he's not the primary. Care. He's not if the primary scorer for this year. Russ still that dude. He can still go out there. You know how he could do that if he would make his fucking shots. He instead made, of going he averages six, the triple instead doubles. of going six for twenty. He averages like, the damn. Once again, when he's at, when he's going six for twenty, James Harden is going seven for twenty-eight. I, I've clearly already and, said and getting both fifty. Of them. I've already said both. So I'm but, saying, but, but seven for twenty-eight, but he still gets how many? But he gets fifty and forty because he gets to the line like twenty-something times. He's in a different. He's in a different. Russell Westbrook is playing a different role and still managing to still average a triple double. That is being overlooked. Versus James Harden having another guy to, on the floor to give him way more space than he's ever had. And still, How, how's Russell Westbrook giving him more space? He's giving him more space than that. When, when he's shooting twenty-seven percent from three point. Because you give him more space than you than you give. Let me tell you than, something. Than, than playing, you give um, playing Chris Paul. I'm playing defense. I want Russell to stand right at that three-point line to shoot that three. I'm you saying, are you, you are doing me a favor when you stand out there and shoot that three-point shot. I'm like, I want to shake your hand. I'm like, oh, yes, sir. Thank you. You give it more room than you gave Chris Paul. I mean, less room than you give Chris Paul. Give who? That's a Westbrook. If Chris Paul standing out there shooting at them, I'm like, uh, I need to get out there. If Russell Westbrook shooting at them, like, oh, my, my good friend, please feel free to shoot that shit. I'd much rather you shoot that shit right there than you blow right past me and go hammering on my big man down low. Please. Whenever you feel like shooting that three-point shot, take it. Take it every time, son. Because if you, when you when you attacking that paint, that's when you're killing me. But I'm sorry. Trust, and trust me, I, I do not like to sound like I'm coming at Westbrook because Westbrook is one of my favorite players to watch. But you're not going to sit here and tell me that that man deserves to be higher in the MVP candidate talk higher than James Harden. Hell no. Absolutely not. No, sir. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. This the may be the, it, the thought of it disgusts me. This may be the one year, based on what you're saying, that they may be whatever whatever position they're in, whether it's four, five, or six, that they're four A and four B. They are equals. No. On their spot. They are. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. They are. Russell Westbrook is really, deferred and really still getting on, his numbers. You really on your own island with that one. I've been on my own island for three years trying to defend Russell Westbrook. 
in the, 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 the previous three years, you shouldn't have to be on your own island. I'd have been right there on you with that. But this year, nah, you want He you is deferring and still putting up his numbers. You He's taking a secondary role and still managing a triple-double. He's taking a secondary role and still putting up 20, 10, and 10. Niggas will jack Kawhi as a higher MVP candidate. I won't. But niggas will jack Kawhi as a higher MVP candidate before Russell Westbrook. Listen, I'll even take that too. But he's and he's also above James Harden. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Because absolutely not. Because Russell Westbrook is also above James Harden. Oh God. Next topic. Next week, because we just going to have to agree to disagree on this shit. Because we'll spend the rest of the podcast going back and forth over this. And we got other things to talk about. We're going to have to agree to disagree. We're going to agree to disagree. We're going to take a quick break then. And then we're going to switch topics. Because Russell Westbrook deserved to be higher in MVP voting than James Harden. Regardless if they're in the four spot, the five spot, the six spot. No, sir. Cut his mic. What does LeBron James say? Not one. Cut his mic. Not three. Cut his mic. Not Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting has helped place thousands of people just like you in radio, television, and new media careers. You'll learn it all in a hands-on environment in a matter of months, not years. To take a tour of a campus in your area or to find out if a career in broadcasting is right for you, call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. And we are back to the Mighty Splash. You know what? No, we're not. Since 1964, Connecticut School of Broadcasting has helped place thousands of people just like you in radio, television, and new media careers. You'll learn it all in a hands-on environment in a matter of months, not years. To take a tour of a campus in your area or to find out if a career in broadcasting is right for you, call 1-800-TV-RADIO or log on to GoCSB.com. Now we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one and only talent, Omar Taylor. If you are still listening to the podcast, woo, I, one, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. That's, that, that, was a, that was a good first hour of the podcast. We're going to make this quick. We're going to make it fast, but we're going to make it last. Let me see if I got a text. I was trying to see if I can get me some cutty. Let's, meet, let's, see, let's see if that text. Listen, my co-host, listen, you know, as, as we do the podcast, we like to sip a little. And sometimes that liquor can run through you. My podcast, my my host, my co-host has to take a little, a little, a little run through you break. But I do appreciate everybody that's listening to the podcast, regardless of it's in the fridge in the garage. <laughs> so I do appreciate you guys always listening to the podcast wherever you wherever you listen, especially if you're listening to it live. If you're listening to it live, that's always the best way to listen to it. There's only one way to listen to the podcast live, and that's directly on my. Tsports.net. I do have another live um, platform, but that's not for today or to talk about now. Now, if you're listening to the re-air, there are multiple ways to listen to the re-air of the podcast. You can still listen to it directly on the, on the website, mytsports.net, but you can also go to Spotify. You can go to TuneIn Radio. You can go to CastBox. You can go to Google Play. You can go to iTunes. You can go to Mixalaw. Oh, Mixalaw. You can listen to it too live on Mixalaw too. Mixalaw is the originator of all this. You can go to Podbean. Like, it. You can't go to YouTube. Like, me, me and YouTube are beefing right now. 
I'm just letting you know this right now. Me and YouTube, we got a beef that's going on right now. Apparently, they don't like all the background stuff that I like to play. And I like the background stuff that I like to play. I don't know if you like it, but I like that. Like Things just move better with a little underbed. But apparently, they don't like what I use for my underbed. So me and YouTube are beefing. Me and Facebook, eh, we go back and forth every once in a while. We're, not, we're like that arguing couple. Like, we fight every once in a while. Like, every once in a while, like, like there may be a black eye or two. You know what I mean? Like, it may be like a busted lip. But, you know, we always come back to each other because, you know, like, we love each other. <laughs> but <clears throat> let's not digress too far. Because, listen, I don't care what my co-host is saying. Russell Westbrook needs to always be in a higher candidate talk of MVP. If he's putting up a triple-double, that is. Especially if he's putting up a 20-10-10. If he's averaging that for the season, he needs to be in higher talk than whatever Russell Westbrook is doing. I mean, whatever James Harden is doing. Because if he was able to beat him the year that he won his MVP, he should be able to beat him every single year when he averaged a triple-double. Because James Harden doesn't really do much more else. And like I said, especially since this year. Like this year, they have the same record. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, praise him for that? Right now, I got the Brooklyn game, Brooklyn Atlanta game going on in the background. They got a review going on, which, can I tell you my biggest beef with, with, with reviews? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When it comes to reviews, whether it's in the NBA or in the NFL, right, they both need to take a page out, out of the suggestion. And I also think it will build a hype around around the around the replay. It, it will build some suspense around the replay. And I also think you'll be able to get a sponsor for the replay. But make the replay a, a shot clock or a play clock. So for the NBA, make it 24 seconds. For the NFL, make it make it 45, make it 40 seconds, I mean, or 35 seconds, whichever one. And go on the review. And what happens when you time it, you also build in an out for the referees. And it's an out that I already know that every single person will accept. And what that out will say is that, hey, if whatever we're, we're trying to review, if we don't see undisputable evidence to overturn it within that shot clock, then the play is gonna then the call is gonna stand. So basically, now the referees don't even have to half the time, if they feel like, hey, that we made this right. And we just want to stand by our thing like this going to review is bullshit. And, and, and even if they want to go in there with a, with, a, with a fucking hissy fit, they'll still be able to say like, oh, we did not see enough evidence within the time allotted to overturn the play. And everybody will accept that. We did not find enough evidence within the time allotted to overturn the play, the call stance. I need my co-host here. Where the fuck is he at? <laughs> so that needs to be the number one thing that they focus on. I, I feel like they need to shift towards to. Then now what you do, you, you add a sponsor on there. Make this oh god, the first thing that pops in mind, I don't know. Like the the Penzoil, the 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 Penzoil review of the game. You know what I mean? Or the Penzoil review. And now you get a sponsor for it. And now you could play some kind of weird music if you want to. During that time, during the twenty-four second time frame or the thirty-five second time frame, and that's all they have. And now players, now the whole entire crowd gets to see. The people at home get to see. Like, okay, they have a time frame now. And then you, and I guarantee you, as the time frame starts to count down, you know what's gonna start happening in the crowd? Five, 
Now you got now you now you add an extra ability of 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 interaction with the with the with the sound man now as well. You find another one of way for crowd interaction. So you get crowd interaction live and at home. You get a sponsor for it. You give the referees an out. So they basically have a CYA built into the what you want. And it shortens the average time for reviews that what's currently stands now. And it allows to and it not only does it allow for the review to take place, but it also allows for, for play to pick up pretty soon because basically all you've wasted is one play clock. Instead of Oh, we're gonna we're gonna stop the play. And now we're gonna take a timeout. And now we're gonna go to commercial. We're gonna have three commercials that run. And during these three commercials, we still come back and nothing has still happened. And we've still paused the game. And now we go, no, make a get a quick sponsor for it. As a, as a play was in review, I'm over here talking about my review shit again. Come to about, not only do I have a beef about it, I feel like both sports they're missing out on a on a on a on a, on a money opportunity. Let me ask you this. So, play goes under review, right? NBA or NFL? Which which sport you want me to which sport you want me to correlate it to? Bro, they both can get dragged when it comes to I know, to but 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 you but you let me know which one you want me to use in this example. Mm. Let's go NBA because they have the most recent fuck up. Okay. So you so now NBA go comes. Play goes under review. Right. If the referees had 24 seconds to review this play clock, right? Let me ask you this. If you're in the crowd, if you're at home, when that play clock starts getting to Oh, I need about one two times to see. No, 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 even that. When that play clock starts to get to 10 or to 5, what do most people start naturally doing? Count, counting down with them, don't they? The crowd is going to count down. You may even count down. It adds. You know what it starts to do? If you, if you give them a, a, a clock, it mm. makes the review an event in its yes. own little thing. Yes. Because now you start to count down with them. Now, let me ask you this. Play happens. You say you need one or two plays. Great. One or two times to see it. But let me ask you this. If the referees come back and said, with the time allotted, with the time allotted, we, we did not see enough evidence to overturn the play. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do I feel? But hey. And we move on, right? We move on. If you could, because remember, everything... If, 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 it was, if it was a conclusive within the time frame, then so be it. Inconclusive evidence. See, so now... I don't need, I don't need you to have two minutes to come... Not even two, sometimes five minutes fucking long-ass commercial break i can go downstairs give me a nice plate of food and a drink come back you still ain't even back yet on to the game to let me know what the hell is going on and he wasn't no. even here when i made my initial rant <laughs> this is why i had to invite him on the show you guys are now starting to understand <laughs> like, come on, man. so they're missing out on a crowd interaction by making it a shot clock they're missing out on possibly so let me ask you this Motherfuckers is not even interested no more in the call after that you take so motherfucking long. Hey, shit. Now let me ask you this. Would you be surprised if when it goes under review, all of a sudden you hear, we now have the Skittles review of the game. <laughs> Skittles review. We now have the Penzo review of the game. Right. We now have the Tissot review of the game. We now have the BMW performance review of the game. 
You're right. There we go. Now you get a. Now you get. Now you get wait a Because you know we're gonna review something in almost every game. Think about it. Somebody's reviewing something. Now you can do. Now you get to go something. Gonna have at least two or three of these. Now you get some kind of sponsor to throw an extra extra thing in there for it. Shoot, the way the NFL is, every score and every turnover is reviewing. And think about it. And think if you're the sponsor that gets them all. Money being made around here. You may not so Money you may not get it every here. you may not get it every game for the Brooklyn game. But how many games are there in a night? How many games are there in in there in a night? And if you get the sponsor for them all, like I said, money be made So you don't have to worry about oh, okay, if you just if you just have it for one team and that team doesn't do it for that one night on this game, yes. You understand? For every single televised game, you get that. Money, 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 money. They're missing out. They business is booming. And then but yet they I told playing. you they make an event, right? Crowd crowd interaction. You get an event. Now you also get a sponsor. And I also gave you the speech that the, that the referees can give. They also have that's a built-in CYA. That's a built-in cover your ass speech with the top clock. Up. So anytime they feel like I want to uphold my call because fuck it, I don't feel like it should have been reviewed anyway, they can take the full shot clock in there and come back and say, based off the evidence provided, I did not, there was not enough evidence to overturn the play. Boom. I did not witness enough. And then you and move the, on. And the what? And the, the thing that's even more because wild. now that you because now that you have unlimited time, you give them ten minutes to review. But like, how did the you not see if you have ten minutes? The thing that's even more wild is motherfuckers is back at the main headquarters. Both these headquarters are reviewing in New York, as well in their ear. In New, they're in New, both of these headquarters, NBA and NFL, are up in New York reviewing this shit to try to get it right so the right decision is made. So it's like they're already looking at it before the refs even go look at it themselves. So it's like, what takes you so long, man? It is ridiculous. It's like this in the NBA, NFL, college football. College football, to be honest, is probably the worst one. It is probably the worst one when it comes to, out of all the three, when it comes to replay, it's probably the worst. Probably the worst. Because I guarantee you, part of the outrage why people are upset that it takes so long it, that that people are not getting Baseball? it right is because it takes them ten minutes to review a play. If you get ten it's minutes very funny. to review a play in slow motion from every fucking possible angle, where you can even pull up Google 360 and see that shit, right? And you can't get it right in ten minutes, then something's fucking wrong. But if you only have 24 seconds or 35 seconds to get it right, and you and you can't and you can't see enough, then then people get it. They wash their hands with the moment they move on. I'm moving on to the next fucking play. And it's very they funny. are missing out. It's funny. I'm gonna do a separate. I'm gonna have to do a separate video to do a rant about this to tag these both of these bitches in so they can understand it because apparently enough of these fuckers aren't listening to the podcast. Clearly. Share the podcast. Funny. Go tag the NFL. Go tag the NBA. Go let these motherfuckers know. I am giving them free money advice. Also, they need to. They need to hire me for free their source. Free source. They need to hire me for their marketing for, for their marketing hey, department hey, ASAP. Hey, just, just make sure the check. Just make sure the check clears NFL, NBA. Make sure the check clears. But the, the funny thing is, the sport that tends to get killed the most for being last to the party. Major League Baseball, they're the ones that, that are ahead of the curve when it comes to this replay thing. They don't play. They're pretty quick with their replays. Because everything else is so slow for them. They're like, listen, they're always trying to find ways to speed up the game. They're like, you know what? Fuck it, we got to make it's it It's funny. They're trying to find ways to speed this shit up, while the other ones seem like they're trying to find ways to slow this bitch down. And in a way, they're still which trying to find ways to speed up. Which they should, because fucking baseball games could be fucking four hours long. Baseball games are brutal. And I, listen... 
That's why, the only that's way why, I, that's why I watch playoff baseball. The only way I season shit is very rare that I'm watching a regular season baseball game. Lord have mercy. The only way I can stay awake for a playoff for a baseball game is when I'm calling it, and even then it gets rough. And the only reason why why it's not so bad is because you have other people to talk to there. to talk about how rough it is when you're calling the game. You know, I'm live. I'm talking about live live for the games. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Which I I gotta hit this dude back up and find out what the fuck is going on for this season. Okay, so we're gonna shift gears. That's enough basketball. We we we've talked basketball out the wazoo. We're gonna get into some football now because you know what we do every single week. We'll talk. We we, we make some know. picks. Says, we'll talk. We all know NBA season doesn't really start out till Christmas. Says you. Says you. All these games matter to me. They all matter. It's all listen. It's all real to me, B. It's all real well, to well, me. I mean, they 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 all real. They all matter. They all but matter I'm just to saying, me. Like the 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 interest of but the public eye. What I'm what I'm saying is by Christmas Day, we know who's real, who's fake, and all of that by that. But time. see, I like to find out myself. I I like I like to see who was real and who was fake during the hard part because. Not all fake people, like, are, are, are bad. I'm, all I know is I love my NBA, too. Lord knows I'm not changing that NFL game on a Sunday to watch an NBA game. Unless that NFL game is just complete trash. And that's why I got two TVs. <laughs> and was debating about keeping a third in here recently. <laughs> like, this is why I, I have fully realized that one TV will not suffice for wherever I am doing my the maximum consuming of my sports act. Facts. Because... There's days I don't want to turn off whatever's main sport I'm watching for. Like, I can scout on another TV, but that's why I miss picture in picture. But well, that's a whole other story. So, week 13 of the NFL. I ain't gonna lie, we gotta get some Jay Z instrumentals in here. You want some Jay Z? Big up, big up, Jay Z. You want some Jay Z? Big up, Sean Corey Cotton. Oh, wait, oh, oh. December 4th. Oh, you Happy birthday, happy birthday. Big up the goat, them. Big up the goat. Oh, yeah. that's Lil Wayne. Hey, wait. Is that Lil Wayne and Jay Z? No. Okay. Nah, Jay Z so, is nowhere near that track. Okay. Here we go. And, and no Here doubt, and no doubt, and no doubt, and no doubt. <laughs> two, because because you're talking, because you're talking, fifty, because you're talking about the two two Brooklyn, the two Brooklyn heads in here. Facts. Right. So, and as we're talking about where KJ is at, right, and where I'm at, and where Jay Z is at, we're talking about three different generations of Brooklyn here. Right? <laughs> Which, let me see, there's at least 10 years separating on each level, somewhere around there? Yeah. yeah. So, you know how, you know how Brooklyn goes, so yeah, Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's birthday, you know how he said, don't you even remember December 4th, my birthday, when he made that song about his pops, it is Jay-Z's birthday, so big up to Jay-Z and his birthday, you know? <laughs> so we're gonna give some other Brooklyn as we talk. So we had our picks this past week, right? So uh, we're, we're gonna rock a lot of Jay Z for these next couple of sections. So I hope you guys are ready. Uh, yeah. So we had our picks this week. There were 16 games. You did. You already know how I how, how I say this. You, you you did good. You had double digit wins. Shut up. You went 10 and six. Shut up. Like you you had a really 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 good week. Shut up. But. I had a better week. <laughs> How much better? How much better? By one game. Wow, <laughs> what a fucking... Listen, we don't dis- We have not disagreed a lot when it came to these picks. It's usually one or two games that we differ in. And that's where the that's where the difference makes up at, right? What game was it? So what game really 
before we even get there, right? Before we even get to all, all of the picks, right? Let's actually talk about a little bit about the playoff hunt that, that we're in, right? Because we are in the middle of a playoff hunt, right? And things are getting interesting. We have both. Seattle is coming for that ass. Seattle is coming for that ass. Seattle in the NFC along with New Orleans are leading the uh, leading the New NFC. Orleans about to get smoked this weekend. But I'm telling you right now. But listen, but right now they're both in the top two that, that that are scheduled to have that bye week. Just like in the AFC, we got Baltimore and New England. And in the playoff picture for both of them, we got Houston, Kansas City, Buffalo still, and Pittsburgh. Mm. Your Pittsburgh Steelers. Who, once yes, again, uh, we're gonna talk about year, baby. Go Steelers. We're Black gonna talk yellow. about the great coaching job that is going on in Pittsburgh. And we're gonna tell you during the course of the in probably the next ten minutes or so, mm -hmm. maybe next 15, 20 minutes, what happens when you have a bad coaching job and when you lose to teams that you shouldn't lose to. Because mm. also in the NFC hunt, we got Green Bay. Dallas still because what did I tell you last week? <laughs> like, listen, I didn't. We, we both thought Philly was gonna win, but I didn't. Man. I didn't think Dallas. I told you Dallas. I told you things were gonna look did rough. Did I pick Dallas that week? I didn't pick Dallas. Don't play me. I didn't pick Dallas. No, you didn't. Okay, I was about to say, oh, you talking like I picked Dallas? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. But, I told, no. but I told you that Dallas was gonna need help because. Because you, you said to me that Dallas was going to be able to contend still for that for that for their division, and I was like, "Hey, if Philly wins this week, where are they going to make it up at?" I want Philly to win that shit. Philly I did not want to see no fucking Cowboys in the playoffs. Unfortunately, Philly niggas. did not come through for us. Fucking but we're gonna, Philly we're losing gonna to go the damn Cowboys, to the damn Dolphins, man. Outside of Dallas, we got San Francisco and also Minnesota sniffing the playoffs, right? Mm. I'm going to do something a little bit different. Before we talk about the weeks, let's talk about the... We're going to go into our top five first for the week. We're going to go right into the top five this week because in the top five, mm. right, mm. as you know, we got qualifications. So I'm going to tell you how many of these quarterbacks made it to the top. So out of our top five quarterbacks, only three qualify to be talked about, really. And, and when we go over our week, but Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, we had Jared Goff. What? Number one quarterback this week. What? What for? 424 yards against who? Two touchdowns, no interceptions, got sacked once. I'm just saying that happened. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Really? Behind I just, him, I just gave you three MVP candidates who not only bought. Wait, what was against, wait, 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 what did he give you? I didn't hear that. Give me them again. Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. We're not going to talk about any of them in this top five this week. Wow, you playing me? No, you're playing me. They didn't make it. You playing? They didn't make it. You playing me right now? This whole list invalid. The list I didn't invalid. I, how can the list invalid. I don't make the list? The list is not valid. I don't make the list. The list, the list is not this valid. This is the top. whoever made the list tear it up. They tear make up. the list by shoot their numbers. Your, shoot yourself. What's the you're fired? How do you make the list? I don't care. All I know is those three quarterbacks. Okay, best performances, but they don't get top top tier. We don't. But they don't get mentioned in the top five section. I'm sorry. Lamar Jackson. But also, Lamar Jackson, San Francisco. Have we forgotten? Have we forgotten? Russell Wilson, Monday Night Football against the Vikings. Deshaun Watson. Sunday Night Football against the Patriots defense. Have you forgotten what I also call my top five? Participation. 
those three people were the reasons their team won. So, my cool. the top five is just the top five quarterbacks that put up the best numbers for their team. It's the top five running backs, rushers, not even running backs, rushers for their teams, and the top five receivers for their teams. That's what the top five is. Listen, I understand that there were some dynamic things that may have happened. But, Jared Goff, number one. But that doesn't mean that you get into the top five mentioned here. And that's the reason why we normally do this. Congratulations, after. Jared Goff. You, you beat, beat the, the shit, shit out the Arizona Cardinals. And that's the reason Three and 18. why I have after getting the shit kicked out of you the previous week. So, congratulations, Jared Remember, Goff. when you're not in the top five, how do you normally have to get mentioned? Not only do you have to win, but you always have to put up the numbers. The top five, you just have to put up the numbers. And that's what these guys did here. That's so, number one, Jerry Goff with the 4x4. Four four. <laughs> 424 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, one sack. And then we got, we got Fitzmagic. Oh, Lord. Fitzmagic for... I'm not going to lie. I'll give him that. At least he did it in a close game. I'll give and him he that. was one of the quarterbacks that had over 350 yards. It was only three of them. Ryan Fitzmagic was one of them. 365 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, sacked twice. Behind him, we got Dak Prescott, the last one on that list. 355 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, sacked Four times. Boo. Boo. So we put the quarterback who got their ass kicked on Thanksgiving Day on this list. But the, one of the three quarterbacks who went and got big wins over the weekend against superior opponents. Can't get on that list. You made it seem like this is the first time you've heard this list. You made it seem like this is the first time you've heard this list. Oh, but it's not the first time. But this is crazy, son. This is wild. This is why this is the participation award section this of the show. Wow. Yeah, that right there, that's some participation. Like Mitchell Trubisky right comes in number four. What? 338 yards. Three touchdowns. Irrelevant ass football right there. One touchdown and one sack. Who the hell gave Wait. a damn about that game anyway? Three touchdowns, one interception, that one sack. That was a game everybody just had on for background noise. Nobody was watching that game. Tom Brady. What the fuck? <laughs> so we're going to so put, put the quarterback that, that Deshaun Watson beat. But, but Deshaun can't get all So these were the goodness. top five performing quarterbacks whack. of the week. Whack. I listen. Whack. You whack. see it. I, I, don't, that I, don't, list, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm bonfire upon that list, them. I don't make this fire up. Fire upon the list there. But you know this, I don't fire upon it. I don't know if you man, I don't know if you realize fire upon it. Only one quarterback out of that whole list is worthy of any type of praise, and that's Ryan Fitzpatrick. The rest of y'all, fire upon yourself. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets no praise. Except for he's Ryan Fitzmagic. That's the only reason why. Other than that, he gets no love. I forgot that song was playing right, too. Ryan, you'll get, <laughs> Ryan, you'll get for this part right here, you'll get love from me. The rest of those niggas I heard be Jerry Goff. What? All right. Get out of here. So, normally, the quarterback that Deshaun Watson beat, normally, Dak Prescott got his ass dragged by the Buffalo Bills. And this, man. See, I'm glad this week I gave, us, I gave you the top five before we ran through the week. Because I was hoping for this kind of response from you. Because I wanted everybody to see. Because 
Listen, I normally go through the week first, and I only talk about the winners when I will go through the week. I only talk about the winners, and I only talk about them if the quarterback. Well, yeah, two niggas who made that. But I'm that not talking five. about the winners yet. We're only doing the top five right now, and I normally go to the top five afterwards. See, we normally give the participation award out after we talk about all the winners. Now we're actually talking about the participation award first, because I wanted you guys to hear of who actually balled this week. Before we gave you the results, I wanted you to hear of, of, of who actually put up numbers. I'm putting ear quotes up. Who actually put up numbers? How much of those numbers came in garbage and time? We're gonna talk about who actually won, because a lot of these guys didn't actually win. At least some of them didn't. We had some now, of them got, now some of them got the shit kicked out of them. We had six rushers that put up over 100 yards, and. I'm going to talk about all six in this category. So I'm not going to do top five. I'm going to talk about all six. And there's a reason for the all six. And I want to hear this shit. The quarterback's already blue minds. So first one, we got Derrick Henry from Tennessee. He's been running that thing all year long. Derrick Henry also, also ended up getting the bludgeon award this week for having over 25 touches. <laughs> he had 26 of them. 140, 149 yards, one touchdown, one fumble. Pay that man right now. Behind him, we have a lot of names I've never, we have not mentioned all year. Raheem. Mostert. Mostert, yep. Hmm. He had a nice run against Baltimore. 19 yards, 146. 19 attempts, 146 yards and a touchdown from San Francisco. Hmm. Behind him, Darius Juice. Ooh, Darius Geis. Ah, I call him Juice. Cool, I like Juice. Juice sounds better. From Washington, 10 attempts, 129 yards, two touchdowns. He did run that thing very, very well. 60-something yard run against Carolina. Number four in rushes. And they won at least. Josh Jacobs out of Oakland. 17 attempts. Oh, my God. 104 yards. Uh, would, would you, you mind, mind telling me the score of that game that Josh Jacobs was We're going to get there in a moment because when, cause when we get there, he won't matter. <laughs> like, guarantee you a good amount of those yards came when the game was well over because his team was getting the shit kicked out of them. But if you, if you really want to know that game was 40-9. to nine. I, know, I, I know the score. I just wanted you to say it. Then we had Chris Carson from Seattle. Valid. 23 attempts. Too shy of the bludgeon award. 102 yards. Big valley. One touchdown. Clutch running. And that was five, right? I told you I had six. All I know is Chris Carson, out of that whole list, I give him the most weight because some of his runs were very, very, very clutch because I watched that Monday night game from start to finish. Very good game. Well, when I tell you who number six was, you're going to take that statement back. <laughs> Go ahead. Number six. Now I'd like to introduce y'all to the man, the myth, the legend, the MVP frontrunner, Big Trust. Woo, woo. In the flesh. Yes, sir. Big Trust. New Era 8 apparel. The guy who should should have been on the last list, too. But Mr. Incredible, Mr. Grease Lightning, Mr. Action Jackson. Mr. Jackson, if you're nasty, he made it into the top. And I had to include him 
because there was only six rushers that had over 100 yards, and he was the last one for 101. Mm-hmm. He schooled them cats and showed them how runners should run. He should have been on the quarterback's list, too. 16 attempts. Very, very clutch play. 101 yards, one touchdown, and also a fumble. Richard Sherman stripped him of that one. Richard Sherman is going to be the last time we mention him today. Sherman, Hall of Famer. Now we move on to the receivers. And that's just why I said rushers last one. To make you so like, to make you understand, it wasn't all running backs. It was rushers. Just like this is full of receivers. There's no tight ends in here today. But this like the next category is receivers. It's been disappointing to be honest this year. Tight ends haven't been as dominant as they used to be. They yeah. As years well, past. normally you you usually have like three. Not even Travis Kelsey's been as dominant. Travis, you talking about Travis Kelsey from Kansas City? Um, even the guy from Philly, Zach yeah, Ertz. Yeah, He, he um, normally at least he have like a catch a whole bunch of passes. So because Kittle, Kittle, the one that has popped out a couple games, but even him, he's been injured and stuff. Tight ends haven't been what I've been accustomed to. Maybe that's just because Gronk retired. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and, and he, we're used to having like two, three, at least at least three tight ends usually at the top. Putting up, putting up regular wide receiver numbers. Right. right now, I feel like we just have tight ends putting up tight end numbers. Exactly. So what we what we want to go? We want to go Memphis and and and, and Chicago, Indian Oklahoma City. Uh, what else is over there? What else is over there? Minnesota and where isn't you moving? Maybe that's not the right one. No, no, okay. No, it's it's just doing its own thing. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's why. <fine. laughs> it's currently not available. That TV's being a hater. So we had four we had fourteen receivers over hundred yards. Obviously, we're only gonna talk about the top five. Oh, we did that song. Number one. Oh, and I forgot to put their teams down. Robert Woods. 13 yards, 13 catches, 172 yards. Mm, nice game. Could have used that shit against Baltimore last week. Ooh. And that's Robert Woods from L.A. Next up was Devontae Parker. He bought. He sure did. From Miami. Seven receptions, 159 yards, two touchdowns. He Next up we have Kenny... Galladay from Detroit, four catches, 158 yards. <laughs> he had the most yards out of everybody per catch. Mm. One touchdown. Anthony well, yeah, Miller. One of them came. One of them was like 70 something yards. <laughs> Anthony Miller from Chicago, nine ta- catches, 140 yards, mm. no touchdowns. And last on that list. Alshon Jeffrey actually caught some patches. He didn't. He didn't short on some shit. No, that's Al. That's Aguilar who'd be short on this shit. Listen, Philadelphia as a whole have. Well, I'm sorry. Philadelphia as a Aguilar whole quarterback. Aguilar has been short arming. Alshon Listen. Jeffrey just has been butterfingers. Listen, Philadelphia as a team just been dropping the ball this year. They're they're just disappointing. And the last on that list. Wait, that was the last on that list. That was it. Alshon Jeffrey was last. Now let's actually go into the week itself. I told you you had ten out of six out of the out of the sixteen teams, right? I had a, I had eleven, so I went eleven and five. You went ten and six. Like I said, regardless, we're still making somebody money. 
If they put the exact the same amount of money on every single game and bet them all through, they're still coming away with a profit. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, you bitches need to pay me, man. <laughs> so the first game, because you I wanted take to cash at. Because you wanted to talk about the games. First game, we both had it right where Chicago went into Detroit. We thought Chicago was going to come over with that victory. As we thought, as we thought that, that defense and, and, and whatever, Mitchell, whatever Mitchell Trubisky was there. So listen, the monster came out. Monster Mitch was able to put it into second gear and was able to putt past the Bears. It was looking scary for them at first, though. We already told you. Anthony Miller. Who's number four on that list? Yeah, he, he, he <clears throat> bored. Nine catches. He bored. 140 something yards. 140 yards. Right, right after that? He needed a touchdown. We had Buffalo going to Dallas. We were both right about that one as well. You question if you picked Dallas? Nah, you Boy. didn't. Buffalo. We need, we need to talk about that one for a little bit. What does what Dak Prescott like to do before the game? What is that? His little, ah. So Buffalo put their hips into it. Sure <laughs> did. Right? They sure and did. And they snuffed out them boys. <laughs> Cole Beasley, six catches, 110 yards. I told you, there's a lot of receivers that had over 100 yards. Cole Beasley was one of them, and he added a touchdown. You said well, you want to talk about so. that game? Yeah, Go ahead and talk gotta, about it. They beat, gotta, they beat Dallas 26 to 15. Them down. Dallas has problems, man. They really do. They, they, them, it, 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 for me, it's a toss-up between them and Atlanta for most disappointed team in the league this year, to be honest. And, and if you want to, where does, it, throw, where does the disappointment you, come from? If you, you in wanna, Dallas? if you want to throw Cleveland in there too, feel free. I don't, I don't really they care. Are, they, are, they are definitely disappointed as well. But where does the disappointment in Dallas come from for you? Dude, Dallas has a top, has what I feel has become a top ten quarterback. Okay, so who's under? Okay, so I'm asking you, who's under achievement in Dallas? Who is under? Where the, in Dallas the whole, are they the under achievement? The team as a whole, they're underachieving. Oh, all top, elements of their game, from top to bottom, from. For a team like that, that has a that has the quarterback, that has a top that has a top five running back that they just paid, has who has a receiver who people have been arguing with me is top five. They got elements on that. They got a they got a tight end that it seems like somehow somewhere even though we slow as a fucking snail, when you need to when you need a really clutch completion, you can find them. And boom, it's a first down. The chains keep moving. And he's been like that his whole career. Offensive line, well, I've always been told one of the best in the league. If not the best in the league. Defense, you got, you got Demarcus Lawrence over there. Top five rush, pass rusher. Two stalwarts, two studs in the linebacking core. In terms of Jalen Smith and Nate and um, Leighton Vander Esch, and if anything, and if there's one knock in terms of their whole squad, it's the secondary with um, it's this it's their secondary. But even that, Byron Jones be doing his thing, whatever. But like, I just feel like them as a whole, it's like, bro, there is too much talent now in terms of the depth that you guys have. Whatever, but in terms of the starting twenty, tw the starting twenty-two from offense and defense, that team has no business being six, six and six right now, none whatsoever. Their record, and and I'm gonna go the same way with Philly. You're right. Both of them. I was glad you mentioned Philly because I was gonna throw them in there as well. Both of them, both of them are disappointed. Both of them are disappointed. Them two in Atlanta for me, 
three most disappointing teams this year. But we're just sticking with Dallas right now. Because Philly, I feel like injuries also have played a part with them. But Dallas, I can't think of no major injury that's really cost them like this. I feel well, like I feel like with them, it's it's from well from the head down, from management to coaching. Definitely it, coaching, Ezekiel, definitely coaching a big part. But I definitely saw some plays Thanksgiving Day where I'm like, that's not on coaching. That's on the players. But when I see a quarter, let me get this one out. This is the one that really is gonna that really hits. When I see a quarterback. Uh, 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 no offense to anybody listening, but when I see a big white quarterback fumble the ball on a fourth and one, pick it up, and still looks scrambled in terms of what to do, but still manages to get ahead for a first down, not only for just the first down, but still get three to four yards on top of that, and I see people on the Cowboys side just standing there and looking at him, I'm, I'm like, yo, yo how's that coaching? coaching? How's that on coaching? A quarterback fumbles the ball on a fourth and one. He shouldn't even be able to pick up the ball at all. That play should have been snuffed. Because he should get sideswiped. Exactly. He should get sideswiped. He should have got snuffed. All of that. That should not happen. Somebody should have cleaned his clock, and that's it. Cowboys ball right there, and who knows where that game goes from right there. If I remember correctly, on that drive, Buffalo ended up getting a touchdown on that exact drive. So it's like, how can you blame coaching for that? But I want, Well, isn't Ezekiel Elliott injured? Doesn't he have a torn glute from all the money that he was paid? He, he must. Because he hasn't been... Because but, Ultimately, but, but, but he ain't here. performing. But see, no. Let, let me come, at least for this last game, let me come to the defense of Zeke. Because that is where coaching comes into it. That's where they fucked up with the coaching. Because Zeke was eaten in the first quarter. Already had 56 yards, something like that, on about seven carries, something like that. Do you know he finished the game with 12 carries and 71 yards? How the How the fuck? One quarter into a four-quarter game, I've already got 56 yards. I'm already over halfway to 100. What the fuck are you doing only running the ball another four times? What type of sense does that make? Does that make any type of sense if you even try to explain it? No, I just talked about it right now, and it doesn't make sense to me. Not at all. I don't understand. So I'm kind of mad now. Got one of these TVs aren't working because... There's Dallas that's on, but there's also Portland that's on. <laughs> and I want to see Portland a lot too. So, yeah, Dallas, Dallas is disappointing. Dallas is, is disappointing, man. From is, the coaching is, is, is to one the of, players. Is, for, like, when you talk about some of, the, some of the disappointing teams of the year, Dallas, Philly, Cleveland, those are some don't of the... Don't get me wrong. From top to bottom, they've, they've, they've all had their moments where they don't show up. Dax had his games where he doesn't show up. Zeke's had his games he don't Atlanta. show up. Atlanta. Amari Cooper's had his games he don't show up. That defense from from the linebacking court has has games they don't show up. The line, Demarcus Lawrence. There are times where I'm like, Yo, are you are you even on the field? And then Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore. I'm like, What the hell are y'all niggas calling? Yeah, like, do, have y'all niggas ever called offense before? Do you even know your personnel? At this point, 
mean, Carolina, then, but that's because and then this, of injury. And then this, so and then this nigga Jerry Jones, son. Even even L.A. Rams a little bit. That nigga Jerry Jones, man, he, he be tap dancing and shit. He come out one moment and say, like, he's disappointed with the coaching, but then he wants to come out and say Jason Garrett's going to have a job in the NFL next year. I'm like, until the end of the year. Which you got, you got well, no, 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 no. Look, I, I clearly read between the lines where he said, when he said Jason Garrett will be a coach in the NFL next year. That basically may, means you won't be coaching here, but you'll be coaching somewhere else in the NFL. Of course, yeah. Which I don't understand why, because what? What, well, what they said the Giants. The, they said the, the Giants want to get him. I have I don't no idea. idea. I, don't why. Get, I don't get that I either. No, I have no idea. If I'm why, the Giants, this I is have no idea why Jason Garrett is even a candidate for anybody else's coaching team. Because I'm like, what the fuck has he done? Can I tell well, you what this? What the fuck has he done? If I got the the, the 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 coach in Carolina who just got fired, which I don't understand that shit at all. Well, we'll that get, shit doesn't make sense oh, to we'll me. Get there. That shit doesn't make sense to me. He's more qualified to get a head coaching job next season right away before Jason Garrett should be at all if if the new york giants get jason jarrett they Dumb. need to be as infuriated as i am about the new york the jets they, thank you <laughs> so next up we had new Orleans going to atlanta right and we both picked atlanta to win to do exactly what we thought that they would do to atlanta they beat them 26 to 18 Unfortunately, they just didn't have anybody that made it onto the list. Michael Thomas didn't put up over 100. Drew Brees didn't put up over 350. Like, they just balled out. And Atlanta, once again, just showed the, a, the, just, the level just, of inadequacy. Just, uh, so, when we talk about the top five disappointing teams of this year, Atlanta's one of them. Them niggas. It's them fi- niggas, they, Philly. They're, they're, they're number one for me, Atlanta. They're number one for me. But we're talking. Don't get, don't get it twisted. The, the, Atlanta. Even though, even though I just spent all that time talking about the Cowboys, don't get it twisted on who the number one disappointing team in the NFL is. That team right there in Atlanta, absolutely without question. And that's absolutely. because they have a proven commodity. That's the only reason why Cleveland isn't above them to me. It's because they all have veterans that should be doing this. Versus Cleveland having a bunch mm. of young guys that, that are yeah. all high on, their, high on their name. Exactly. Like exactly. you know what to do. You've been there. You've, been, exactly. you've seen the promised land. You shouldn't be putting up this kind of performance. He was right there. You was, 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 was a quarter and a half away from it. You were up 28 to 3. You was, was a quarter and a half away from it. And then what happened from there, I, I can't even attempt to explain You know what? Because their season is looking like the second half of that game. It, so, yeah, we're talking, about, we're talking about Atlanta. We're talking about Cleveland. We're talking about Dallas. We're talking about Philly. And who Trust else? Me, a lot of these teams are going to get some sauce today. So a lot of these teams gonna get some sauce today. So next we move into Tennessee versus versus Indy. Right? We I you were right Titans. about Tennessee. You picked Tennessee. On Titans. I was wrong that. about Indy. They beat Tennessee beat Indy thirty one to seven. Derrick Henry ran, as we already said, twenty six times, hundred forty nine yards, one touchdown. Put working on them boys, were able to get the bludgeoning award. Look, all I'm all I all I'm gonna really say about this game here is that Look, Vinatieri, you've had your time. You've made a lot of clutch kicks in this league. If it wasn't for if, if it wasn't for your leg, the Patriots don't have two of their Super Bowls. And if it wasn't for your leg, Peyton Manning doesn't have his Super Bowl in Indianapolis. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that story of OJ, classic, right there. But yes, there comes a time where a Fall of time is undefeated, even for you kickers. 
Because obviously there's some kickers out here playing into their 40s or whatever. I think Vinatieri is like 45, something like that. 45, but yeah, he's old enough like to that. pass. Like it's, but it may be officially that time. It's 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 time. It's, it's looking time, like it's it. time for him to put these cleats up. There's been too many times this year alone. It's just some of the some of the times where he's really missed hadn't really cost him. The only real two times where it caught like either his misses cost him a game, obviously in Pittsburgh, but even that kick really wasn't his fault because the um his holder gave him the laces. And as anybody who's kicked the football knows. You give you give me the laces. That shit is going way left, way right. It is not going right down the middle how it should be. So, but either way, like it, that, that it just happens to be that that was at the end of the game, and there've obviously been other times where he's missing extra points and just other field goals. And then you have the game the other day. Like, granted, that shit was mad far, and it was blocked. But it's just like, ugh. What, how much more do we need here? It does keep. It does keep. It just. Looking it bad just keeps him. happening. It just keeps happening. Whether it's misses, block kicks, it's like it's starting to add up for him, and that's not. Know, and, and, and it's not good. And, and you don't want to see. That's that's one of the that's one of the goats when it comes to kicking, man. You don't want to see shit like this happening. And not for him. nothing, like see now when you see, and this is also part of the new era of kickers. When you start adding in extra points and also field goals. And now everything, and now all your extra points aren't gimme chip shots. They're now right. actually regular field goals. You are gonna start to see more misses, and now you start to see a little people come down a little bit to the to the means. And yes. now when you put kickers into the Hall of Fame, now it's really gonna be because they had a really good average, not because like oh look at all these extra points they were able to get up because uh, their teams was good and they had chip shots. Because mm. listen, if you I feel like if you give court if you gave quarterbacks the option to do two point conversions on all those things, you would have a lot more successful. You have a a lot more quarterbacks with a lot deeper numbers that would able to at least boost their numbers up. You know what I mean? Because it is a chip shot. Mm-hmm. Versus if you said, "Hey, we want you to have to always throw one touchdown from the 35-yard line." <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Two-yard line versus the 35-yard line. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Next. Yes, sir. Next game, baby. Hmm. We have the New York Jets. Because <coughs> 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 that's basically what the Jets did that game. But take the floor on is yours. The Cincinnati Bengals. I don't need to say a word. This is you right here. All you big dog. I just wanna I just wanna start off by saying something to you, which I just wanna let you understand how absurd this may sound. The New York Jets took a team for granted twice. They went into this game and they actually Took a team for granted. I just want you to understand that. That's that's how it starts off, right? Let those three wins get to their head. The New York Jets just lost to the worst team in football. Mm -hmm. Again. 
Not the same team. That's the worst team in football. A different team. That's. Mm, 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 mm. I almost threw up in my car going to work the other day. Thinking about the New York Jets just lost to the Dolphins. And they didn't have a win. The New York Jets lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. They didn't have a win. New York, Hold the gaze. The New York Jets about to go into Miami next week. They may lose next week again to the Jets. To the. Let it all out, though. Let it all out, man. No, no. I'm not even gonna get mad. I'm not even gonna get mad. I'm, 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 there's a part of me that's happy this happened, right? And I'm, and I'm going to tell you where is part of me that's happy this happened. Small part. Very small part. I'm disgusted. I'm, complete, I'm completely disgusted. Completely disgusted. It's so... This could be the reality check to any Jets fan that was holding on to any glimmer of hope. Because hmm. you know I wasn't. I'm just mad of how disgusted it lost looks. I didn't think they had any playoff aspirations. I don't... I don't all you need to know is that since he was one of the worst running defense, rush defensive teams in the NFL, and the Jets just paid Le'Veon Bell all of that money, and they didn't give him the ball nowhere near enough times. And then on top of that, they still have Ty Montgomery and Bilal Pop. Like I said, I shouldn't even be talking. This is all you. <coughs> this is all you, dog. So I'm just going to sit here and sip my drink. A part of me was happy for the loss. Because I wanted it to be the reality check that it needed to be. To all Jets fans that thought that there was a glimmer of hope about this season. To all Jets fans that thought that, oh, if Sam Donald hadn't caught in mono and we hadn't lost our quarterback for the first beginning of the season, that, oh, that we would have had a better record. No, 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 no. Because I'm going to point out something very, 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 very meaningful. What game did we just talk about before the Jets game? Mm. Tennessee versus Indy. Yes, sir. What was that score? 31-17. Who's their starting quarterback? Mr. Tannehill. Where did Tannehill play for? Those Dolphins down Who was his former head coach? Mr. Gaze. Who is no longer his head coach? Mr. Gaze. And what is he doing all of a sudden? He is um, leading the Jets to L's in Cincinnati. No, no, no. I'm talking about Tannehill. Oh, Tannehill. Oh, he's leading Tennessee to wins and possibly a playoff berth in Tennessee. So Tannehill's actually looking at everything that we thought he could have been as a, as a quarterback. But yes, we couldn't sir. figure out what was constantly holding him back. And now we see now he's no longer on Adam Gaze that he's actually putting up decent, reputable numbers. Actually looking like a quarterback that you want to have. So basically the good quarterback that Miami had is looking good now that he no longer has Gaze. We need to hurry up and get Gaze out of New York because... Washington played Carolina, mm -hmm. right? We're going to move on fast, okay. right? Washington played Carolina. They lost to Carolina. They lost. Carolina, with their backup quarterback, lost to Washington. Another team that you shouldn't lose to. 29 to 21. They were so embarrassed that they fired their head coach for losing to a team that you shouldn't lose to. Hint, 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 hint. Hint, hint, 
Hint, hint, hint, hint, hint, New York Jets. Hint, 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 hint. Oh, but no, the Jets want to go ahead and give their head coach a vote of confidence that hasn't done shit in the league in three years. Ron Rivera has done shit. Went to a Super Bowl. One of the vision numerous times. The only reason why Carolina has been, has looked somewhat bad the last couple years is because Mr. Newton has gotten hurt. Got hurt middle. Got hurt last year in a game against my Steelers where we tapped that ass. Shout out to the Steelers for that game. But y'all didn't have to hurt Cam Newton because look at the shit that's going on in Carolina because of this shit now. But yeah, he got hurt then, and they were six and two at the time. He got hurt, and that shit has been downhill from there. So you gonna fire that man off that? Look, kudos to you. But hey, it, it's just another saying of what have you done they, for me lately? Because they have, because they have, because there's new ownership going on over there. New ownership. I think a new GM as well. But it's like basically because I because I heard it recently. It was just like okay. When yeah, because isn't when, the when GM come, that used to be in, in, the current you, GM in 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 the Giants right now, right? No, their old GM is is who's the GM of the Giants. It's what I'm saying. Yeah, Carolina's old GM. Yeah, yeah, he's over yeah. There. But yeah, either way, it's like when you get a whole new regime, a whole new power over there. It's like everything you did doesn't fucking matter. What you do from that moment on, so all that matters. So that that Super Bowl, that going to the Super Bowl shit. Doesn't matter. Those division titles that you got, the 12 win seasons, the 13 win season, doesn't matter. It don't matter what you do from that moment now, which was basically last year, up to this point, that's what that's what they're going off of. So when you don't have the results they're looking for, and on top of that, you're not their pick. You're not that owner's pick to be the head man in charge. Makes it easier for them to cut bait, which sucks because that dude is a very, very good coach, and I'm not sure Carolina can do much better than what they have, especially when one of the coaches that you're going against in in your own division is con is one of the coaches considered to be one of the best in the league. Like to be real, after Belichick and probably Tomlin. There's a legitimate argument that Sean Payton is probably the third, and there are some that will argue he's the second best coach in this league. So it's like, good luck getting a coach that is at least as good, if not better than what you had. So the way I feel about it then is that if you lost to the New York Jets this year, then you should get fired. If you if you lost to the New York Jets this year, then you should be fired. That's why Jason Garrett, gone. Pat Shermer, most likely. If you gone. lost to Miami Dolphins this year, you should be fired. If you lost to the Washington Redskins, you should be fired. I wouldn't say the Indianapolis coach, quarterback, coach should be gone. I feel like that was more of a quarterback thing that day. They had Brian Hoyer. I'll so. exempt Indy. Because I, I feel like Indy's coach. But Miami's coach, you should be fired. I don't know who the fuck they lost to. But yeah, all them guys. Like. Philly's coach? Nah, I don't think he no, should be fired. fired. You 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 just said they would have an underwhelming season, just like just just like Dallas, and you want Jared you want you want see, Jared Goff. Their problem, I think, is 
definitely more of a player thing than it is coach. I mean, we we literally have I literally have three games that if a receiver just happened to hold on to a football and make a catch, that's three wins right there for the Eagles. They're five and seven. That would mean they would be eight and four if that happened. In Atlanta, if Aguilar catches the pass, game over, touchdown. The next game in the, at home against Detroit, if Arcega Whiteside, a rookie receiver, catches a deep post over the middle, touchdown, game over. And then just a couple weeks ago, if Aguilar catches a pass in the end zone against New England, that thing is that, that thing is over. It's done. So it's like that's three games right there that would change this whole narrative about the Eagles season right there if those three plays are made. So I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna put that on coaching when like I said, literally it's three plays and three like one play in three different games that just needed to be made for the for the whole outlook on their season to be different. Le'Veon Bell had ten attempts for thirty two yards in that game. How the mm. Darius Geis, wow, Washington had ten attempts for hundred for hundred twenty nine yards and two touchdowns. So wait, what you trying to say? What you trying to say about Le'Veon? I'm just saying this is the scheme that was coached up for him. Oh, okay. I th- I, you, it's just the fact that you brought somebody else who had 10 carries is trying to make it, it kind of sounded like you were coming at Le'Veon, like part of this was his problem. And I'm like. And he got Carolina fired. His head coach fired. I hope the Jets get him next year. Hmm. I'll take him all day. Oh, yeah, because I'm pretty sure that coach will know to fucking give Le'Veon Bell the fucking football. So here goes the game you wanted to talk about. San Francisco versus Baltimore. Mm. Baltimore was able to give Jimmy the vasectomy. Lamar Jackson, 16 attempts, 101 yards, one, th- one touchdown. This is a good game. Don't let the, don't let the score of 17 to 24. Yeah, do not let that score. Like, like because it wasn't a shootout, but this game, this game had. For, for a little bit, it had a, it had a little run like it was going to be a shootout. It looked like it, it had, may have been, it had a little I mean, run look, like it was going to be a shootout. Because, I mean, both teams scored early back um, oh, back yeah. and forth. It was, it was 17-14 they, going yeah, in the th- half They time. answered each other's bells a couple of yeah. times. We saw Lamar Jackson fumble the ball once, get stripped by us. As I said, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, that's like I said, only, only time he gets mentioned in the show today is, is for that. Nothing else that he did really matter. Yeah, they, they, and they did their thing. It, it was The game lived up. It wasn't... Like the Houston game that we saw that didn't live up to the hype with Baltimore. Like this game lived up to what we were hoping it was going to be. And we saw in a weird way, like it, I felt like, again, we were watching the Harbaugh brothers play again for like. <laughs> Man, the way this game. The Supremacy. Because I had a stretch where I had a stretch because I ended up going to bruise for, for the games later on. But while I was getting ready. Cause like I got home late from playing football, or whatever. I had the Steelers game on the TV, cause it was one of the few times where they had the Steelers game on the main TV on CBS down here. So I had that there, but then on the iPad I had this game on as well. So I'm watching back and forth as I'm getting ready before I leave. And for a good stretch, this game here, I'm like, yo, 
Both of these teams might touch 30 today. <laughs> the way it was going at first, it was going back and forth and matching tick for tack and stuff. I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I feel like a, a game like this, I feel like there wasn't really much more you could have asked for. And, and like, I'm hearing, I'm hearing the talk that's going on and stuff. Like, I'm hearing Jimmy Garoppolo's the weak link and stuff. And I'm just like. Oh, all of a sudden he's the weak link? Suddenly, that's when I'm like, yo, he's how how's he how's he the weak link? It wasn't the rest of the passing game that they have, so, so, or so his rest of like, his weapons. Because I, mean, I could nah, have nah, kiddos. Nah. I mean, uh, I could have kiddos. The thing, is, the thing is, he's got weapons and stuff, but it's bull. The reason why it's bullshit is because you hear shit that that. You know, you, you see how they did last week against Green Bay. They beat the dog shit out of them, and Jimmy made some very good throws that game. And then Jimmy, he, Jimmy and had the week, a game of 424 the yards. Like the week, exactly. The, that was the week before when they were getting their ass kicked 16 to nothing, and he led them to a comeback win. So it's just like, like yeah, we haven't Jimmy heard about him being a weak link, link all year. Like, yeah, don't talk about the weak link like against, against weak, listen, weak link because he went into – yeah, let me – Audience, I want to put all of this into perspective. Jimmy Garoppolo is being called a weak, the weak link of the San Francisco 49ers because he because he went into a game on the road in Baltimore, which is basically for San Francisco a 10 a.m. game because they're playing on the East Coast. So they so in their mind that's 10 in the morning. They walked they walked into a team. That is nine and two, has the MVP front runner who nobody can figure out yet, and it's not like their offense is big plays. They're big. They're how they move is just methodic, methodically, methodically moving down the field. And I promise you, if they see Kansas City right now, they will get smoked. Kansas City will get smoked. But yeah, Baltimore, they just methodically move down the field. They kill you. They kill you with like a hundred. What's the saying? A hundred slits to the chest. A hundred oh, like cuts a, 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 to the body. Yeah, That's yeah. how Baltimore kills you. Kansas City, they just stab you real good one time, and, and you're done. But Baltimore methodically moved down the field. Nobody's been able to figure that shit out. So that's what San is going to. Oh, and then you want to add something else too? We're back. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, and then you want to add something else too? It was thirty something degrees out there, and raining. I don't know what offense is gonna be productive out there in that type of element. You know what I'm saying? And then and we acting like Garoppolo was out here just god awful. Fifteen of twenty one. That's not bad. 165 yards, could have threw more yards, a touchdown. No but, but you also said the conditions that they were in. What kind of numbers did his running back have? Those, I'm pretty sure this was kind of those games. Because those conditions are not going to let you just be out there flinging the football all over the place. But the running backs, we said one, you said one of the running backs right there, Mostert. Nineteen carries, 146 yards of touchdown. The game, the conditions that the game was that, was that of hey, we gotta run this football. And on the other end, we got Lamar and Jackson putting up 101 yards. That's what I'm saying. It's like both teams both ran for 175 plus rushing yards. 
that was the conditions of that type of football game. So it's like for Jimmy Garoppolo to be judged as and be said as the weak link of the team off the conditions of that, that's like, hey, come on now. Come on now. It's not even it's not even right. It's not even right. Now the game that and we'll get into that the game that they have next that's when you can really judge because there will be no weather elements none of it it will still be an east coast game for them but hey we going into new orleans inside of a dome honestly i feel like they should dominate new orleans but who knows and we'll get into that as we talk into games for next week. But speaking of something that I actually wanted to get into, did you hear? It, it happened. It came up on my phone. Bleacher Report came. It came up on my phone as of like maybe an hour before I got here. It was some shit about just something about I guess because I saw. Normally I don't pay too much attention to to stuff like that, but this. This one just happened to catch my attention. It said San Francisco 49ers radio announcer suspended. I was normally I had seen it before, but I just like, ah, oh, whatever. But I picked it up again. I was like, suspended for what? And what I heard it, what I what I read actually is that this man said I want to I want to find the direct direct thing that that man said. I yes, here we go right here. What he said during that game. Who was this? Oh yes. This guy's name is Tim Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, his name his name is Tim Ryan. He's a San Francisco 49ers radio announcer. I think he's the analyst. I don't think he's the main one. I think he's the color commentator. So let before you give this so let's let's go ahead and, and hand him his award first. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want we put him in the bed. Get filthy animals. Because he said some shit. He said he's referencing Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is really good at that fake. But when you consider his dark skin color with a dark football, with a dark uniform, you could not see that thing. That's what that man said. With your, as a color commentator, how in the motherfuck? What was that guy's name again? Tim Ryan. Tim Ryan. AKA Jackass of the Week. Oh, he don't get a day. He definitely gets the piece of poop award. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a full on piece of shit. Full on. So, so, so the color of Lamar's skin. That's tough <laughs> to swallow. Like, cause like you know what, what you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of oh, they look like little nappy headed hoes. The Don Iman shit. Mm. Like it reminds me of it, it, it's weird, and and, it's, and 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 I feel like I can hear where he try to backtrack himself a little bit. Like, like 
oh, with his dark skin, and like he's like, oh shit, with the dark uniform and the time of day, and like, no, no, dark with my dark skin and the dark ball, and like, no, what the fuck you mean my dark skin, the dark, like, yeah, nah, be. And you know, you know, the type of season that it's been, it's just been, it's been too sweet. This is not. It's, it's been, been too sweet, for especially him. when you're talking shit about like, the quarterback like that they talk about being the yes. run, the, the wide receiver. Yes. You don't want to mention yes. stuff like this about him, especially like on not national. Now. It's not, not going to be taken well. Like, and not now. What happened? What's the what result? What, what's the result of, of his comments? Oh, his ass got suspended. Okay, and he needs to be. He should be. He needs to be. I don't want honestly. I don't want to hear his. Bo- I, and I'm gonna go back to listen to old. To, to the old tapes, just so I know how his voice sounds, just so I know from this game until the at least through the rest of the season, I don't want to hear his voice on no San Francisco 49ers games called at all. He shouldn't be. How dare you? How fucking dare you? The see, and it's like, ugh. I swear, the devil when you've got good going for you will strike. The, when you've got good going for you, the devil will strike, kid. Because I'm like, son. For Lamar to be having a season that he's having, it, it, it's like, damn, how can I describe it? It's like driving for fucking 15 miles on the on regular road right here. Like, say you're driving down University right here. You're just cruising, catching every motherfucking green light. And you you just going, going. Nothing, nothing, getting no, no yellow lights, just straight green. Straight green. And that motherfucking comment right there... It's like getting by fucking 595, by getting university in 595 area right there, and all of a sudden that light just turns red, and you get sideswiped out of nowhere. Because, like, by the train. By the train, son. <laughs> like, damn. How can you say some shit like that, man? I was I was on my way here. I was wa- I was walking on the walk in Coral Springs over there. I saw that shit. When I really read I said, Wow. Motherfuckers really said that shit? Motherfuckers who get paid to commentate a football game, not sound biased, and all of that, really had the motherfucking nerve to say that shit, son. It, it really blew minds. It blew minds completely. Because of his, because of his dark skin. Uh, like, when you consider wow. his dark skin color with a dark football with a dark uniform you could not see oh my goodness kid wow 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 so let me i'm trying to think of who else has ever played in a dark colored uniform that's black russell wilson michael vick vick definitely relates because there are times where atlanta's wearing an all-black uniform, Gino and fixed by this darkest. Uh, sometimes, depending on when they're playing with the Jets, is, is like McNabb. Yeah. Really? Uh, how can you? How can you? How like, can I, you I'm say not. I'm not. Some I don't like want to dwell man. on this guy too much, but I just, just one, either, just man. one last time. It's just really the put. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want. We put him in the bed. Get filthy animals. Fucking Tim Ryan. Fuck you. Fuck Tim Ryan, man. And that's why we're, nobody, we're glad that your voice is not on the air anymore. Listen, I don't know how long I would ever last on national airways that I have to be edited. 
And that's the reason why that's I have my own. Said. And that's the reason why I have my own platform and I and I started my own podcast. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck we want, motherfucker. Exactly. Like nobody to answer to. So next we're gonna move on to. So we both were wrong against Carolina. We obviously we were both wrong about the Jets. We were both right about Baltimore. This next game we split. And if you know he ain't played for that school, listen. This time we're gonna call him Junior, right? But Tampa Bay went into Jacksonville. You had Jacksonville, and I told you, I told you don't doubt Junior. I told you don't doubt Junior. Junior was on his Fitz Magic shit lately. He's mm-hmm. on his Fitz Magic Junior, and he's putting out another W out of his helmet. And he he put up some decent numbers, not enough to be talked about. But he was able to lead his team to a 28-11 to victory over Jacksonville, who is another disappointing team, but not surprising. They can be disappointing at times. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had Green Bay going to, into, the, into New York to take on the Giants. They beat Next, them 31-13. to Drubbed them. Aaron Rodgers looked like what he's supposed to look like. That's the Aaron Rodgers I need to be seeing. He so, everybody. Similar to the New York Jets, the New York Giants, after three straight wins, actually – Two wins or three straight wins. I don't recall. The After Giants. a couple of a couple of good wins, <laughs> they so haven't I don't been. Recall the Giants getting yeah, two straight wins. No, like because that. when Daniel Jones came in, oh, yeah, they hadn't he, won they any beat, games. They beat, they beat Tampa and then they beat um, Washington. I think it was. Yeah. But yeah, after them two games right there, it's been back to the same old ass whoopings. Yeah, because they're two and ten. Yeah, so they mm. won those two straight games and then that was it. So just like just like the Jets, a couple of good games, and they haven't won any games since. Right. And it continues here against Green Bay. Jamal Williams, ten catches, hundred forty-one yards. That's what I got there. I don't know. I can't read that. And Rodgers forty-one yards, just forty-one. I was gonna say, Whoa, why do I have wait, Jamal Williams on here then? Almost just, no, like like just regular forty-one yards. Because I was gonna say, whoa, wait, yeah, ten carries for one hundred forty-one. Whoa. whoa. So why do I have Jamal? Maybe, huh? You must have saw another one. I must front. have. I must have. Because <laughs> I'm looking at it right now here. Because when you said, I'm like, hey, wait, what? <laughs> so I'm looking at it like, wait a minute. I don't even remember hearing about that. I would have, if he had 141 yeah. yards in any category, I would have mentioned him earlier today. <laughs> he would have gotten nah, into the participation son. award section. <laughs> Straight up, nah, not just participation. His team kicked ass. So, so. Philly going into Miami. We were both wrong by picking Philly. Man. They disappointed us. They disappointed the world. Carson Wentz. What's going on? They, the, you know the only people not disappointed by Philly's loss? Cowboy fans. Yes. Them boys. Because they're like, you guys are keeping us alive. For Thank real. You. They're the only thing keeping them alive. Like, literally, they are looking at Dallas or Dallas is looking at Philly like you're the wind beneath my wings. Like you can fly higher than the eagle, but Straight you up. are the wing, the wind beneath my wings. Up. Ryan Fitzmagic, I already told you, 27 attempts, 27, 27 completions, 39 attempts, 365 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Also sacked twice. No, sorry, sacked three times. Mm-hmm. Dante Parker. Oh, Devontae Parker. My bad. Seven catches, 159 yards, two touchdowns. Also I mean, balled out. Game, I mean, this game is pretty simple. 
The Eagles came up in there, sleepwalking. I think that the Dolphins is going to lay down. The Eagles defense has problems, huge problems, because I don't understand how you can be up 28-14, and then all of a sudden them niggas score 23 unanswered on you. Like, nah. The Eagles, the Eagles just have issues. The Eagles have issues in their secondary. The Eagles have issues with their running game. The Eagles might have, dare I say, quarterback issues because Carson Wentz, even though his numbers look very, very good from that game, it's just overall this season has been lackluster. It's lack, it just hasn't been there. And obviously, you can talk about the receivers as well not really being there. Zach Ertz, you you suppose. I I I know Zach Ertz is there and he's playing. It's not like he's dropping Pat, but it's like, hey, look, big dog. They talk about you as one of the best in this league. I haven't felt that Zach Ertz impact all How year. How was that, Minnesota? So y'all need to get it together. You really need to get it together because in a couple of weeks Dallas is coming up in there, and that's gonna be for the division, man. That's gonna be for the division. And if you really think that the way you guys are gonna keep playing. Is gonna beat them. I don't care if you're at the crib. Dallas will come up and watch Dallas come up in there and smack the shit out of you if you don't come up in there ready to go. And, I, and that is facts. They they will. If da- if Dallas plays the way that they're capable of, they they can beat anybody. But that's probably the, but that's probably what's really annoying and why they take the two spot on my most disappointing teams. So next, they're that talented. But anyway, next game. Oklahoma went into Kansas City. They got their ass whooped, forty to nine. This this game here, I had to tee off, I had to tee off on Oakland for a little bit, and then give Kansas City some love, mainly their defense. Was it wasn't were niggas just up in here a couple weeks ago saying, not really. Like giving Oakland the highest praise, but just acknowledging, hey, we see y'all. We see y'all with the six and four, doing y'all thing when it seemed like everybody was counting y'all niggas out. And in the last, their last two games, they found honey. Thirty-four to three to the Jets, forty to nine to Kansas City, and now we both picked Kansas City to win that game, but it's like. We sure as hell did not see. I mean, I didn't see the game being close either. I figured, you know, Kansas City would win by like 14, but 40 to 9? That niggas just didn't show up. That niggas didn't show up. That's why when you when you even said that Josh Jacobs with all them kept I'm like, I bet some of that shit was when Kansas City was not even caring about that game no more. Derek Carr, if I remember, I, I heard he got benched in the third quarter because of because of the ass whooping they were taking. I'm just like, yo. And the thing and the thing is and this is why we got to people got to start looking out for Kansas City. Their defense played very very well. Their defense played very very well. And on top of that, Patrick Mahomes he didn't even throw for 200 yards. He didn't even throw for 200 yards. He barely was over 50% com- completion but we all know that that's just an aberration for Patrick Mahomes aberration so I'm like they beat a team like that and it seemed like I gotta see their rushing numbers 
I mean, still didn't even hit 100 yards, but it's like, for the type of game that their offensive had, that just shows that their defense was out there making plays to get them short fields so they can capitalize and really put some points on the board. So it just big, makes you think, like, if Kansas City's defense can really keep this up, look out for them. Don't sleep on them come playoff time. Don't sleep on them at all. Had a big game this weekend in New England, and obviously we'll get into our picks later on, but it highly would not surprise me, especially if the Chiefs' offense is on with the way the Patriots' offense been looking. Hmm. I'll leave that right there. Next game. So since you said talked about people not showing up, we also have LA Rams going into Arizona. <sighs> the G went off, and obviously Kyle should have played baseball. Murray looked like he should have been playing baseball. This is this is one of the games where I've probably been really that disappointed in Arizona. You you've, you've caught the Rams. I mean, granted, hey, shout out to the Rams. They did what a what a defending NFC champion supposed to do. Their backs up against the wall, you respond. Shout out Jared Goff. Your backs up against the wall, they they calling you out, talking about you, you look like you don't really deserve the money, and you come out for 400 something yards, two touchdowns, very good completion percentage. You know, you do what you're supposed to do. I still want to see Todd Gurley getting that ball a little bit more than usual, but they came out and showed Arizona that there's levels to this shit. And Kyler, you're just not ready yet. So, and that's basically where that is right now because the way things are looking, it's still, it's still not looking too good for the Rams for the postseason anyway. So, because these NFC teams right now are fucking loaded. Yeah, they're in, they're in the hunt in a weird way but not really actually Look, their their o- their only hope right now is that Minnesota tails the fuck off yeah cuz i mean they listen they're the seventh they they the seventh team so like they're the first team in the hunt oh yeah that's what i'm saying NFC. but their their only hope is that Minnesota tails off and i just don't see that happening i only see Minnesota potentially losing one more game and that game is against Green Bay when Green Bay comes to town. And even that, that's still a game that Minnesota can pull out. So in that to game, be honest. with L.A., Jared Goff, 424 yards, two touchdowns. Robert Woods, 172 yards on 13 catches. Also, Tyler Higby on seven catches, 107 yards. See what I'm saying? You, you get games like that and you just wonder where the hell has this shit been. Also, that's all you can say about not showing up continue with that same theme we got cleveland going into pittsburgh <whistles> flow's all yours you got that one well one shout out to my boys for 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 pulling through there we go new quarterback in didn't matter mike tomlin still showing once again why he's one of the best coaches in this league second best because obviously Belichick is oof and then everybody falls in after that but Mike Tomlin once again proven why he should be coach of the year he just puts in a new quarterback the third string 
You just see that what was going on before was not getting it done for you. And we put this dude in and we get it done. And I mean, but these Browns, man, these Browns. Mm. Wow, these Cleveland Browns. As we talk well, about them more, being- more when I, the more I watch them, the more I get happy that I was not one of those people who was <laughs> sipping their sauce at the beginning of the year. Because I was just like, okay. When I saw what they were doing, I immediately thought of that 2011 Eagles team that was all put together and was supposed to do this, that, and the third, and all of this stuff, and they barely got to 8-8. Eight and eight. No playoffs, no nothing. So it was just like, all right, cool. All of y'all, all of y'all are put together and stuff, but it's like, and you come together as a team right now you're just a bunch of individuals not only are you just a bunch of individuals you're a bunch of individuals who haven't even been on a winning team like that odell had one year on a winning team and they got and that one year he spent that week leading up to the playoff game partying it up in miami now to me to for me personally i had no problem with that but you what you needed to do in that playoff game was ball the fuck out and you didn't do that you folded dropping a couple touchdown passes cannot play with them cannot win with them cannot coach with them can't do it i want to put him in the bed because he's a basically and they got drubbed they got dragged the fuck out of green bay so oj gets this award for on-field stuff he doesn't get off for like the off-field stuff. He gets this for his on-field lackluster I mean, well, shit. Even on the field this year, he ain't looking top dollar. They, as Dallas really, pulled out a pull really, out a victory against Minnesota, now we also got Portland and Sacramento on the back. Portland is up sixty-four to sixty. Continue, I'm sorry. Mm. No, you good. You good. You good. But um, yeah, these these Cleveland Browns, you know, and I feel like their play it definitely results as coming from their head coach, man. I don't know what the hell this man was thinking. I don't give a damn if your daughter made a shirt for you. But to wear a shirt in public and to allow yourself to get posted on social media wearing a shirt that says Pittsburgh started it. Like, are you dumb? Like, are are you seriously dumb? Like, what did you think that was going to do? If I'm Mike Tomlin, I see that. I just start laughing because I'm like. Got him. I don't even need Got to, him. I don't even need to rob my team up. Got him. All exactly. I need to do is say You see what you see what he's doing? You see what he's doing right here? This is what he was wearing. He wearing a shirt out here saying Pittsburgh started it. Y'all know what to do with it. Yeah, Pittsburgh might have started it, but we About damn sure finished it as well. Because you do some dumb shit like that. You know, it, it was just the overall pettiness, you know, and it's like you just question the makeup of this team and it's like the more you watch them it's like yo kitchens should have never been the coach of this team what the fuck was john dorsey doing listening to john dorsey aka the gm of the team what was he doing listening to mayfield to get that dude as the head coach it's like the fuck this dude is a fucking rookie what the hell what what kind of say so does he have this action by him help you put their whole entire season in perspective like 
when you see how they underperform all season, it explains all the fucking penalties that they get uh, week after week after week. Because after remember week. a couple weeks ago when we talked about how Cleveland was gonna lose, I was like, oh, they'll 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 penalize themselves to death. Straight they up. still are the most penalized team in football, which has been consistent with the Cleveland Brown for the last 20 years. And it stems from their head coach that they have right now out here wearing shirts that saying Pittsburgh started so, it at a movie theater on a Friday. A fucking Friday when you know you have to prepare for a team to go play. So On the road. When so it's like you, your head's not even in the game. You have If you have time two days before the game to go see a to go go to the movie theater and post up pics with fans? No, so I like, don't need you as my head coach. Fuck that. So one percent. This, like I said, it, it ended up making it make sense. What, like once you saw him? Okay. <laughs> Clipper. I saw. Oh, talking about also not showing up. Actually, I shouldn't say. Good amount of teams. I shouldn't say that up. he didn't show up. But we were let down again by the Sultan of Cream Pies. Oh. As we Riff. both picked on Philip Rivers to win. Philly Riff. Philly Riff. Philly Riff. Philly Riff. It really is tough trying to figure out when he's going to get a W. Because I feel like... He doesn't get a, he doesn't get a W for like three weeks. And then you pick him, and then he finally gets one, and that's the game you don't pick him in. And then you, and then you try to get him some some love because you feel like okay, you should get some now that now that he's winning the game, and he doesn't get him. And he fuck. They are never disappointing team. When we talk about disappointing team, the Chargers are disappointing as well. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. Here's why I don't consider them cream pie poppy. Here's why I don't consider them the Rams. And I know I got another team that I just that's just not coming not the to Rams mind. so much because the Rams are like seven and well, four, seven and five. Here, here's, like, why, here's why I'm gonna put both of them because some people were actually some people were actually considering the Rams as a team that could get right back to the Super Bowl. I wasn't sitting there, so I was both of these teams. Very very beginning of the season, you know, you do your teams who you think should be or gonna be in the playoffs. I took both of these teams out. Mm. I didn't have either one making the playoffs. Either one. I felt like the Rams were going to fall to that Super Bowl hangover. And I just felt like the Chargers, after what I saw them do in New England, I was done with them. I was done. Not I, I didn't pick them to even beat the Patriots that game, but I sure as hell thought that it was going to be a good game. I was going to be highly entertained. And they lay that type of egg? Oh, no, nah, I was done with them niggas after that. And I thought that the ass whooping they kind of that they got from there was gonna slide over into this season, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. So, those two are definitely two teams that I was just like, nah, I'm not sipping their sauce for the playoffs. For sure, for sure. No. So that's why I don't consider the Chargers under under TV team. And and then on top of that, they had a good stretch where I think it was like six seven weeks they didn't even have their running back. Because he was holding out for new money. And then when he came back, he had a couple games where he looked good. And then he had a stress where it was like, you're not looking so good. So. So. There was somebody sauce that you were sipping, though. The way you're sipping on that cup. And that was when we, when we had New England going up against Houston. And you picked... You picked the evil empire to something win. Something told me. To you went to the dark side. 
Something told me to pick those fucking Houston Texans. Something told me. I try. I took New England for the strict fact that it was like, you know what? Just the New England aura was just like a game like this. It's tailor made for them. And something told me even after I made that pick. Nah, let me take that back. Let me take that back. Pick Houston. And as we got closer and closer, I'm like. Houston, 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 gonna take the game. When the game started, I'm like, when the game started, I was literally like, Houston's gonna win this game. <laughs> Houston's gonna win this game. Sure enough, Houston wins the game. Because Deshaun Watson, once again, proved that as long as you have him, nigga, you have a shot. You have a shot. It was a good shot, and it was, I was hoping that they saw the formula on how to beat them from Baltimore and how to take advantage of them since uh, since they hadn't played any good teams and they, and they are a good team, mm. and they took advantage of them. And it starts making these next these last couple of games start to be interesting for New England because Buffalo's mm -hmm. right there, mm -hmm. and Buffalo's gonna take some losses too. Buffalo's got got some tough games yeah. coming up too. Buffalo so see, see, that's Baltimore the reason that's the reason why I wanted game. last week. I wanted Dallas to win so bad. See, now you understand why I wanted Dallas to win so bad last week. Because if Dallas would have won last week, then they took another L this week, they're tied with Buffalo. And now you start to see the sweat really start to trickle. And Buffalo has a rough week this week, so this is going to put another like, two-game separation, which would have been tough. Yeah, Buffalo's got Baltimore this week. I don't know about that. Exactly. And we, know, and, and we both already see how we're going with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so me, Baltimore got a nice defense. Well, actually, no. Their run defense, which is what Baltimore excels at, last time I heard was middle of the pack, like 17th. So I want I'm you like, to take a peek at the screen behind you with the stats. Okay, I'll move on to the next game while he looks at that. <laughs> you don't see the score yet, but I just want you to take a look at those numbers. Mm. Right? Brooklyn we had Minnesota going into Seattle. We both had Seattle winning this game. Seattle, because I don't trust Kirk, not my cousins, in big games. Although... In Kirk, not my cousin's defense. I'm not putting that game on him. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Because obviously from watching that game start to finish, that game got out of hand because of other people not making plays or fucking up. Dalvin Cook, fumble the ball. Well, you fumble the ball in Seattle, give Russell Wilson a short field. What the fuck you think is going to happen? W's. Or L's, depending on which side of the ball you're at. Kirk Cousins throws a routine out route to Stephon Diggs, hits him right in the hands. He has it, doesn't hold on to it, and then next thing you know, it's picked off. Both of those plays, Seattle scored touchdowns off of. That's how the game got at least wide open. And at least Kirk got them to a one-possession game. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that fourth down that he threw to, when he threw the guy, it, it, had the ref threw a flag for P.I., I wouldn't blame him because the guy w was kind of all over him. But I think that's in that within that five-yard area where you, you can kind of do what you want to do with the receiver. So I guess whatever. But had a ref threw a flag on that shit, I would have been like, I mean, shit, you were kind of mugging him up a little bit. But... Either way, it, a game like that is just once again why I can't 
because trust Minnesota when it comes to big games. It's like, for one, they're already snake bitten. As a franchise, the type of gut wrenching losses that Minnesota has in their history, and if there's any Viking fans listening, I know you're hurting. Just think, because I know you're thinking about 1998. I know you're thinking about 2000. I know you're thinking about 2009. I know you're even thinking about a couple years ago when 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 you had the Minnesota Miracle and you thought that you was gonna go to the Super Bowl and then you get to Philly and you get your asses handed to you on a silver platter. A team is just snake bitten. Just just once you, you think you think you you think you got it. You think you got it, and then all of a sudden it's just stolen from you. So just crazy and you you add that with a quarterback who can't win the who notoriously can't win the big game bad combination man 84 million dollar million dollar guaranteed player by the way fully guaranteed whole contract but needless to say Let's just go on and make our picks for this week. No no. So we can get done and get out of here. So you know, I know how to we running up on time. <laughs> so you know how of all the stuff that was said this week? You know what the most shocking thing that I've heard this week was? Mm. Eli's gonna start. Heard that too. I was like, oh wow. Mr. Daniel Jones I was got like, hurt. Eli? Daniel Daniel Jones oh. Looks like it's gonna be an early Monday night for me. Shh. Man. If you I love I love Eli, but once I heard that, I was talking like, about the statue on the center, <laughs> like that is going to be some rough business that's going to go on there against the Philly team that just lost to Miami. Hi yeah yeah. So let's just get into it then. Yeah. First up, we got Dallas going into Chicago. Woo. Woo. Why does my gut tell me to pick the Bears? My gut tell me to pick the Bears too, but I won't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Neither am I. I think I'm. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Which, if Dallas does lose, though, <laughs> boy, let's let's not even go there. That is gonna let's, be some for, shit for, for the Cowboys and the Cowboys fans' sake. Let's not even go there. Next up, we got Carolina going into Atlanta. Ugh. Yeah, God. I don't know clue where to go with this one either because yeah, I don't either, you, just, you just lost your head coach and anything could happen in it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick Atlanta to win at home. Yeah. It's in Atlanta? It's in Atlanta. Yeah, I got I to gotta take Atlanta. Okay. Oh, okay. I got to. So trust me, it, as much as it pains me, I know I said <laughs> I wasn't picking them niggas no more. But oh, Carolina man. This is already, this, this already two picks we're both regretting. Okay. Here's a good way I think we're both going to split that next. We got Indy going into Tampa Bay. You really going to pick Turnover Chain? So I take it we are splitting here. And I don't want to go against Indy in this one. But I'm doing this to bother you a little. <laughs> oh, God. You annoy me. You annoy me. And it's possible. And and he has and the bad thing about it is this is probably the game he does his worst because he had two good games. He's due to have a oh, yeah. five interception game. Definitely give me the Colts. 
it would be especially with the way the Colts been looking lately. I know yeah. they, I know they're not happy about how they and been they're playing trying lately. to still see if they can stay alive as well. Because listen, we talked about the L.A. Rams um, having a playoff hope. Well, listen, Colts have Colts a slim right chance there. as well too. The so they're looking, right as, they're looking for one as well. So exactly, this would be so the game yeah. that they would like to win if Give they me. can. Give me Tannehill and Derrick Henry and all of those niggas. Yeah, see, you said Tannehill. I'm already out. So I'm going with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll rather take Mr. Turnover Chain, Turnover Chain, Turnover Chain. I know that he didn't go to that school. Mr. Infamous Jameis Winston. Crab legs ass nigga. <sighs> Next we got Miami going into, into, into New York. I'm picking my Jets. I, I can't not pick my Jets. Guess I'm taking the Dolphins. My, the Jets need to redeem themselves. That's, After that, we have San Francisco going to New Orleans. <laughs> I can't talk about that game. I, I about what game? The Jets game? Yeah, we we won't we won't do that. So we got San Francisco going to New Orleans. I take the 49ers, man. I take the 49ers. Trust me, I I don't want to because I I really I really I think I actually even picked the Saints before the season to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> real talk, real talk. It's just like that's okay. You you hear in a second while I'm it's, laughing. It's these it's just these close these close calls by the Saints lately. They don't look as sharp, but then again, obviously, if there's one team that can turn it on, turn it off. That is the one team. It obviously, definitely would not surprise me if if Breeze turned back the clock and really was just mm, 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 on point with it. And Michael Thomas got me 150, and Kamara decided to you know come through with 150 total yards, scrimmage yards type shit, and the Saints win a nail biting like 31, 24, something like that. However, I. Mm, the way San Francisco's looking, man. That defense and that run game, that shit travels, man. So I got to take the 49ers. That's that's a tough game to pick as well. Because I, I like everything about the 49ers. And I like me so much. Just I like what the defense is doing. Um, New Orleans was my Super Bowl pick as well. <laughs> that's the reason why I can't go against them in this game. Because if I'm going to pick them to win the Super Bowl... This is the type of game that they need to win. And while San Francisco is Oh, trust me. I've, 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 I'm leaning more towards Seattle getting to the Super Bowl for me right now. More than yeah. Uh, yeah. Orleans, yeah so, so, so if if New Orleans is going gonna, is gonna to be that team, then this is going to be the game that they're going to win. And Seattle, not this Seattle, is, but this, San Francisco, like, we're, we're going to find out. This, this is going to be a big game. This, we, might, yeah. this, this, this right here might be bigger than... The the forty nine uh Ravens game last week because this this game right here is gonna tell me a lot about the Saints. It's gonna tell me a lot about the Saints, man. Come on, they're both ten and two, absolutely, and they're both it's looking me, to see if they can tell me a lot about the Saints to see if they can get into what is considered that bye week. They've got it basically. Right. This is this gonna tell me this, a lot this about is the Saints, early man. this is an early game to determine the bye week. It's gonna, it's gonna tell me a lot about the Saints because the Saints have had the Saints have had games where I'm like, what? The Saints have had other games where I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah. This right here, this is it. And I, I you know this what? is gonna tell me what I need to know about the Saints come playoff time. I'm a, this, this right is, here. 
I'm gonna tell you something weird about the Saints, and this may, and this may, and this may be the biggest justification to go against them this week. To be a ten and two team, I feel like they have more than less. They have more than two losses. And when I think about the Saints this year, I feel like they have more than two losses. But when you look at the record books, like oh no, it's only two. Like I feel like they have somewhere between three or four losses for some reason. Like uh, maybe they had a couple of close games where, where things just didn't look that just didn't look just didn't look good, or they just, as it didn't look convincing. Maybe, and it could be some of those games where people were doubting if Drew Brees should have been the quarterback for that team because they Ooh, didn't get me started with that. They shit. didn't see things being projected up. It still looked like the same exact team when Teddy Bridgewater was there. And that could have been the reason for some of that talk. I, I told you that mm. at the time. I'm not saying it's justified to, to put Teddy Bridgewater, but I can see why they were questioning it because it looked still the same. And Drew Brees, as an as a offensive leader of a team, should never look the same as Teddy Bridgewater. Mm. If he does, you think something is wrong. This is my man is for you, you know. Father time is undefeated, son. But all I know is, especially the game that I really stuck my neck out for Breeze, thirty of thirty nine, three eleven, two touchdowns, no interceptions. So no grapes. We got Detroit going into Minnesota. Minnesota next. I'm picking Minnesota as well. Then we got Detroit. Then we got Denver going into Houston. Houston next. I got Houston as well. Then we got Baltimore going into Buffalo. Ay, ay, ay. Woo, shit, man. Mm. Hold on. I'm highlighting. I'm taking Baltimore. Oh, 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 oh. I got to take Baltimore. I'm highlighting my answer now. So you- I got to take Baltimore. Okay. I, I- that, run, that run defense, that run defensive Buffalo being middle of the pack. Only 17. Let's do that. And then on top of that, like I said, if it wasn't for the Cowboys being stupid and just not giving Elliott the ball last week, he was going to feast all day on them. That is so big. So now that was just Zeke. Now you got to deal with Lamar and Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards. No. No. I think I may want to watch this game with some Buffalo fans. I'm going to be rooting for Buffalo in this game. Mm. Only f- because I still I want things to remain interesting in the AFC. Oh yeah, trust top. me. If if Buffalo wins, it's beautiful. It'd be beautiful. It'd be beautiful cuz when 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 is the last time the Patriots really had to sweat it out exactly. the with Brady playing? Exactly. Trust me. So I would not <laughs> it, it would not bother me at all if Buffalo won this game. Don't get it twisted. We have... I was just getting there. Cincinnati going into Cleveland. Ugh. This is definitely an ain't nobody care game. It really is. Cleveland next. We we both agree with that one. Next we got Washington going into Green Bay. Green Bay next. There we go. Okay. So next we got the L.A. Chargers and the Cream Pie Poppy. Taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are both four and eight. <laughs> this is definitely an ain't nobody care game. However, the only reason I'm gonna say Jacksonville is because they put Minshew Mania back in that shit. Mm. So it might it might give the energy might give the team some juice. 
I'm gonna do it one more time. I'm gonna do it. Well, I'm, I'm officially. Oh, in, trust me. If Jacksonville fucks me this game, I'm done with these niggas. I'm done I, with these niggas. I am officially insane with Philip Rivers. I must be. I must. I have to be. I have given him the nickname that he cannot pull out for a reason. And Philip every Rip. single other week. And sometimes on back-to-back weeks, I pick him to win. And I'm going to do it again this week. <laughs> and I'm telling you, for some reason, I want to change my Dallas and Chicago pick. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> listen, okay? <laughs> that one right there, oh, I'm man. telling you. I keep wanting to change that pick. They're both 6-6. Six and six. I wouldn't be surprised if that defense gobbles them up. Yeah, you wouldn't surprise me. In the cold, Especially, too. I'm, I'm, in the I'm, cold. I'm picking, I- I'm picking Chicago. I'm switching that one. I am picking Chicago. I am picking Chicago for that one. Road game? No, I ain't gonna lie. Put me for Chicago too. <laughs> Put me for Chicago. Too. Put me for Chicago. Too. Thurs- like, Thursday night because they game. haven't been using Ezekiel Elliott, so they're not gonna be running that game like that. So they're gonna gobble him up and gobble everything else up. Thursday night game in the Chicago cold. They seem to be playing better. Defense. Khalil. Oh yeah, nah. Give me, give me that. Yeah, yeah Bears defense, man. Give me um, the Bears. <laughs> so next Give we got next we get Tennessee going into Oakland. Tennessee. I'm going to Oakland. Oh, this is gonna be an interesting week. Tennessee, man. Because I am definitely going to Oakland on this one. Derrick Henry been just running that thing, man. I, I'm I'm having faith in the Y two banana two split. All right. So next we move into Seattle, taking on the L A Rams. Oh man, I have no reason to pick against Russell Wilson, man. Let me. Oh wait, I think I just skipped one. I think I just skipped one, but it's okay because we're both going with Seattle over the LA Rams anyway. Mm-hmm. We have Kansas City going into New England. Woo! How the hell did we skip this one? This is big. I just skipped it. It was D- very this. Nice. This right here. Oh wait, do I not have gonna that lie. highlighted? No, oh no, yeah, no, I don't want that highlighted. No, 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 no. This this game Shit. and the 49ers Saints game. These two games right here might be the biggest games of the whole year because it's going to tell you a lot about certain teams. It's going to tell you a lot. If the Chiefs go into New England and win, it will really validate this struggling offense of New England. I think it this, really will because I'll be because that's three, that'll be that would be three that'll be games the in three. A row. That'll, no, and I not even just three games in a row. That'll be the three. It'll be the three future quarterbacks. It'll be Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, and, and Patrick, now Patrick Mahomes. Pat got hoes. It'll be all three of them in one year, back to back to back, like a Dre diss track. Like, mm, 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 mm. It, it, I'm telling you, but but the thing is, man, like, and the this question. Oh no, I can't. I can't. New England's defense has been lit. Yeah. But it's like, when we when, obviously when they face teams that have some real type of offense, mobile quarterbacks, problems. good arms, so different I'm, arm so trajectories. I'm just like, if Mahomes and them can show up, defenses that are used to running after them and not stationing after you targets. Mm. So 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 the thing is like, if Mahomes can can show up like he did against just even Denver. Or even 
Tennessee, or even just last week against Oakland. Just get 30. Just get 30 on that board. You really think that Brady, that Brady's office can keep up with them and put 30? The way they've been looking? Yeah, I think I'm going to take Kansas City on this one. <laughs> I'm going with Kansas City as well, but also because I want the chaos. I told you I went with Buffalo over Baltimore earlier for the chaos. And it's the only reason why I went against the culture. I'm it's the you. only reason why I went against the culture because nothing tells me I should go. I should pick Buffalo. But I want the chaos. And I want I Buffalo to you. get that W for the chaos. Oh, because oh. I want New England to lose here against Kansas City as well mm. to add to that chaos. Cause, but I tell you one thing, man. You can you can only keep you can only keep doubting the goat for so long, son. You're right. You, you are can right. Only keep doing it for so long. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before. So I just needed to look. The shit snaps, and then it's like. And this could be the game because, like I said, I mean, Kansas City defense been playing better. But it's not like we expect them to be world beaters. So I definitely feel like Brady should be able to get his on that defense come Sunday. They can eat. There's definitely a chance for them to eat. I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm rooting for the chaos. I am definitely rooting for the chaos. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm def Trust me, I made my picks, but I'm definitely down. Just like for the a, foolishness. in that chaos too, is also the Monday night game. New York Giants going into Philly. Oh, Philly next. And especially once I heard Eli might start next, Philly. Exactly. Then we want we're gonna get Philly. We both want Philly to win here because once again, it adds of to that course. chaos that's gonna happen in Dallas. Because of listen, Dallas has to win to be able to get tied again, you know, or to stay ahead of to, to stay ahead of Philly. Yeah. So when Philly wins this game, there goes everything reset all over again. <laughs> and I'd be so happy. Exactly. There goes the both of them being tied. And then here we go looking into week 15. And then when week when week 15 rolls around and we have, is that the week when they finally play? I think it's 16. I think so too. I think that was the next to last week mm -hmm. that they finally play. Philly plays Washington in week 15. Yes. Yeah, which we're going to assume 16. that they win. if they're So yeah. if they're tied at this point, Philly takes on Washington. And they should win that game. Next, we'll have Dallas taking on the L.A. Rams. That can go Ooh. either way. I go like Rams so that could be so that niggas. could have them one behind. And then in week Rams sixteen, we have Dallas taking on Philly. So if Dallas would win that game, then they'll be tied again. And then in week seventeen, it'll be whoever wins if Dallas beat Washington, which they should. Yeah. Or if Philly could beat the Giants again, which they. Also should, and at this point in time, Philly should have one game. Ahead. So yeah, see, I, I'm rooting for the, I'm rooting for the chaos. Mm -hmm. I'm rooting for a lot of chaos, <laughs> because if the Bills win and Patriots lose, we're talking Ravens ten and three, Ooh. Pittsburgh ten and three, Ooh. Bills ten and three. Ooh. Chaos everywhere. Ooh. Houston would have just won their game. They would have been right there now nine and four. Chiefs would have won their game. They're mm. also nine and four. With a victory over the Patriots. Mm. Baltimore has a victory over the Patriots as well. So you already know where that tiebreaker's going. You if Houston continues to win, they're one game behind. They have the tiebreaker over the Patriots. Shit. I am rooting for the chaos. 
But we're going to have to continue rooting for the chaos another day. Because you know what we're about to do? We're about to say goodnight. Yes. We're about to officially end the show. So, if you've been listening to the show, as always, we appreciate the love. Listening to the show. One love, baby. One love. Especially if you're listening. Especially if you're listening to it live. This is for you, everybody. All the listeners. Like, that's for you. Like, listen, like, we love the fact that every that you always take the time out to listen to the podcast, whether it's live on MightySports.net or on the re-ears of the many places that you can listen to. iTunes, TuneIn, Podbean, Spotify, doesn't matter. Or my IG live. There you go. You can catch on the IG live. See, they go to, they go to 10 minutes a minute. Oh, Lord. See? <clears throat> so, KJ, you say goodbye to people? People, we love you. We appreciate you. Week in and week out. We love doing this shit for you. Y'all stay safe. Watch out for the crackers and the assholes on the road out here. And we'll catch y'all on the flip side next week, son. Word up. And, you know, that that was slang for cops. <laughs> Basically. And, you know, as I always say, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. Mello! I am the my I am I am your host, my I'm I am your host, Alan Martel of the Brooklyn Bus so you know, Brooklyn's Brooklyn's favorite Brooklyn, son. Brooklyn Brooklyn And I am out of here. Yo! Sorry boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. You like Melo's going to the line? Always knew I'd make a stop there. I want to say Melo and Trevor's Reamer used to be teammates. People thought Maybe. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. My tea. Sport.